0: Hideo Kojima has been a standard bearer for the very best that the gaming medium has to offer. And has inspired many into creating a mature art form. That
1: guy, like, he's, he's such a genius. And uh, I'm just doing whatever he says. you know. And he's like, we're going to make people cry. And I'm like, for a video game? And he's like, yep. What the
0: cause, Kojima is the, the master. It's Kasparov of, 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 of video games.
1: And then he goes, he goes, and I go, playing me? And he goes, no, they'll be you. It's not, obviously,
0: it's not story driven in the sense that we go from A to Z, like we do in a film. It is out of time, out of space, it is in the moment. So I think the opportunity of, of doing things we've never done before could be very interesting. He is to gaming in many ways uh, what Cameron or Spielberg are to filmmaking. His absolute passion for perfection and his narrative ambition and scope. There is nothing in his stories that he does not love and feel strongly about. You can see strands of action, strands of manga, anime, tokusatsu, epics, and existential philosophy. He believes, as I do, that we must cherish this medium not only for the entertainment possibilities, but for its artistic ones. We both believe that these things, these strands of pop culture, are actually keys to the mythology of our century. He proves that an altruistic voice and vision can sing loud and clear above the din of sameness and that an individual with conviction and faith can manage anything through hard work. It is my great pleasure to introduce
1: a creator, an innovator, and an awesome dude, ladies and gentlemen, Hideo Kojima! Hello,
0: everyone. I'm back
2: greetings everyone and welcome to episode 18 of death stranding podcast it is thursday the first of march and there are 18 days to gdc 35 days to pax east and 103 days to e3 2018 i am your regular host albert and today i'm joined by my excellent co-host mitchell how you doing mitchell doing good glad to be back my man fantastic yeah we have convened today mitchell and i to do the power duo of podcasts and not only that uh listeners uh, for your um uh for your happily hopefully happily listening ears you will notice that we have been um we've upgraded our sort of recording setup and we are now recording locally um Uh, on our own system so Kathy Bonson wherever you are out there who has had slowly been sort of steadily nudging me in the side asking me he's one of he or she or they I Kathy identify yourself in that way if you wish to otherwise I'll just keep saying he or she or they uh was just like uh, throughout from I think from maybe like episode four onwards we're just like by the way you guys should record your tracks in, in individually you should record your tracks individually I was like I'm getting there I'm getting there I'll figure it out so there you go so, but yeah, um, I bet you, I bet you like, this is going to be, um, because again, you know, you know me, um, uh, Mitchell, once, once something kind of takes root and like, that I know that this is just the way it's just like, I, I, I gotta, like, I want to have this be this, like the, the, like the most pleasant sounding, uh, as, as it can be. So very stoked about that, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, I'll just crack on with the rest of our intro, um, sort of our, our weekly intro. Sweet. So, um. For our new listeners, this is a weekly podcast dedicated to Death Stranding, the currently in-production upcoming title from Hideo Kojima and Kojima Productions. As well as news and discussion on the game itself, we also cover Mr. Kojima's many and varied influences, everything from literature to film, poetry, TV, and more. Our mission is to showcase and celebrate just how culturally, intellectually, artistically, and philosophically enriching and eclectic Mr. Kojima's work truly is, Leading up to and following the game's eventual release. With that regular rundown out of the way, let's get the show started. Mitchell, how has your week and a little bit, as in a week and a week ish, which is a bit more than a week, how has it been for you um, in the sort of sphere, the realm of Hideo Kojima and Death Stranding, buddy?
3: It's been pretty good. Uh, yeah. A lot of uh, good things happening in the community, lots of art, lots yeah. of. Uh recently a lot of new stuff that's been pointed out you know like
2: i know i noticed that
3: there's not just rocks that are flying up but like chisel uh chiseled like uh bricks and stuff and along with like someone discovered like a a structure at the end of trailer three like a like almost like a building
4: yeah absolutely and
3: you know different art and you know someone's talking about their gameplay theories so a lot of really cool stuff and also uh was it Buzzoo2? What's his name?
2: Is that his name? Yeah. I was an right.
3: update on his uh, Death Trending podcast.
2: Incredible, uh, incredible uh, work.
3: Project, Project, and Podcast.
2: That's right, that's right. Also, a little, little mini editing thing. Can you hear me now? Can you hear two people?
3: Can you hear, hear like people.
2: three people now? Ooh, now I do. Yes. I am taking over, over. Uh, did that sound cool? <laughs> <laughs> A little creeped oh. out. <laughs> just getting into pure... Is just trying
3: to me into the real world.
2: Pure hand-head Titan it's not it's a, actually I, I haven't suddenly gotten some amazing mixing board. Listeners, you can do this trick yourselves if you have um if you've got a recording happening and uh, you just have the quick time and you're sort of recording through Skype, you can actually just with the audio recording you can put your own volume up and so it can sound kinda of terrifying. Um but yeah, yeah, I just figured I'd try that. Um and also what I'll do now is um I will quickly just jump into um just to make sure that recording is coming through. I'm just gonna press play on a little file here. Just to make sure that's working. Hey, can you hear anything? Can you hear any of that? Yeah, I can. You can? That's how, That's awesome. Yeah. That is fantastic because you know what I can do later when I, when I play that MP3? We can play that live, motherfucker. We can play that live. We're like a professional fucking podcast right now. How fucking cool is this, dude? I am freaking out. How cool is this? Okay, so my rec- both of my recorders. We'll give you a thumbs up. You, uh, yeah, exactly. You are part of a amazing new discovery, uh, Mitchell. This is really, really great, and I am feeling super technological right now. All right, so now I'm gonna jump into our. Um, uh, our feed and the editing on this is going to be real for sure. So, um, by the way, did you have a chance to listen to um the du- the dude's um um uh mail that he sent us the the uh... yeah I listened
3: to it you did yeah the, uh, the voicemail okay yeah I, I listened to it um I was working so I didn't get all of it but I I think I got the the gist of it okay you know some interesting uh things that he pointed out okay cool yeah. Like theories and stuff, like about the, was it the, the, the Sokolov or
2: whatever it's called? Yeah, the the Shugarth type thing. Yeah. Shugarth. Okay. Uh, here, here we go, dude. Are you ready for this? Let's see if this works. Mm-hmm. Okay. You tell me if you can hear this guy. Ready? Wait for it. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm I'm playing mm-hmm. directly from um, uh, from Google Drive, which would be amazing if it let me actually do that, so that I don't actually have to drag the MP3. Can you hear that? Mm-hmm. You can? But like faintly.
3: Faintly. Nope. Now it's gone.
2: Can you actually hear the guy speaking now?
3: No, not anymore. Like I heard it for like five
4: How seconds. How about
2: now? Just... Nope. How about now? Nope. Oh crap. That's okay. Alright. Um I'm gonna download it. I'm. I'll download it straight from um from uh from from google drive i'll I'll do that now so then i can play that shit from from um from itunes buddy so it's downloading now amazing this is so cool okay well let's jump back into the show because we're like editing masters right now um oh is that already finished holy shit nice oh it's already finished dude i can i can i can play it for you now yeah okay i'm gonna play this for you now dude are you ready for this You're not ready. You're not ready for this. You think you're ready for this, but you're not, Mitchell. Don't lie to me. Can you hear this? Uh,
4: Nope. Oh shit. Guess I'm not ready. Oh no. So you can't hear anything now. No. Okay. What if? What about now?
2: You didn't just hear
3: him say anything something creature yeah like really make out
2: of it, but... oh okay so it's coming out very low volume i see i see okay i got a bit excited about our abilities just then but maybe we're not quite there yet but we should be there pretty soon i reckon anyway let's just I mean, jump... we can...
3: yep you can both press play on the same audio file <laughs>
2: just listen to it. yeah yeah if you want we can do that we can do that okay but yeah, yeah let you let have the out. um you have it you have it queued up, right, just just for when I throw it to you and we listen to it together um we sh- we're good to go, right, like you're ready to press play, yeah, let me just try, yeah, just it. drag it into iTunes or something
3: actually, I, I do have it downloaded, yeah, I do have it downloaded, Stranded I'm gonna open it. up a file in iTunes so that I can just yeah. play it right then,
2: yeah, if you play it, it might even come
3: through for me. Ooh. We turn up my audio all the way. So now you're gonna be yelling in my ear.
4: Not nah, it should be fine.
3: Oh my gosh. You're no, I'm saying my audio is really loud now. Oh so oh, let me oh. put, a, put my microphone by my headphones. Okay. See if we can get this.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can hear myself now. I can hear myself now. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's alright. You just go back to what you were yeah. doing before.
3: Yeah. Well, when we get to that part, we
2: can. Uh, <laughs> nah. Well, the thing that. is, the the best thing is that you've already heard it, so you know what like dumb stranded Corey was yeah. talking about. Okay, cool. All right. So magical, magical editing. We're jumping right back into the show. In three, and two, and one. Yeah, dude. No, it's it's it was an amazing it was amazing uh past week and also like as I say a week and a bit because it's been more than a week since our last episode. But you're right. Um, so Bozu, whatever that sort of that that uh, that awesome um contributor on the Reddit, he he's been doing uh, he or she or they have been doing phenomenal work. It's actually been a super vibrant uh past week and a, week and a bit over at uh, the um Death Stranding Reddit, where, which is sort of our point of origin where we sort of arose from. And um, I yeah, I have so. much much to dive into and listeners uh on this episode we have our very first um mail sub- uh, on this episode we have our very first uh voicemail that has been submitted by user um stranded cory and he and his wife are like they create death stranding theories together and i'm in love with them both and i can't wait to have them both on the show which would be really great because how cool is that it's like yeah. <laughs> Get find you someone who can do both and everything it's just like oh marriage oh life oh doing all the coupley and married people things and then oh yeah we also come up with this stranding um theories together how cool is that Mitchell
3: pretty cool I'm <laughs>
2: jealous I know it's really lovely and yeah like and this kind of reminds me of that episode I did with Ray of like just talking about the Samuel Beckett stuff and uh yeah uh, and, uh, um yeah man it was yeah i really dug it yeah and it's just been like we're gonna have definitely her back on the show as well and mitch like your pals whatever like is it happening on your end like just tell them about the show and and um i would love to hear um any theories that like uh, yourself and like your kind of cohorts and anyone you know in that way you know like that would be so cool um but yeah so on my end that's that's kind of uh like the the barest tip of the iceberg of, of what's been happening this week but um but yeah how about yourself man um please continue i, I think we Sort of uh, we sort of tag teamed a bit with me talking about my week, you talking about yours. But yeah, go right ahead, man.
3: Well, I uh, worked on uh, some heavily inspired writing uh, based around Death Stranding and uh, Kojima's works and stuff. But that's mm. more personal, okay? Not really Death Stranding related. But I did do some stuff. I made some Death Stranding fan trailers.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. That you saw. Yeah, I Uh, loved them, dude. They were so good, absolutely. And like again, like tying all three together with the annihilation. Was that the annihilation music?
3: Yeah, yeah. There's there's one. The first one was the annihilation kind of theme where it's very like slow and dramatic, and then slowly building up. And another one was a Blade Runner uh, approach to it with a more fast paced editing Mm. to it. So,
2: so good. Yeah, and I like yeah, and just. Here's the thing, our listeners. Um, so Mitchell really, in every sense, is Mitchell. In every sense, is like one of you guys uh, and gals and like everyone on the, on the Reddit. There, it's um, it's really It really is about just like uh, allowing what Death surrounding kind of brings us in terms of this setting, these characters, these themes, to definitely like catalyze like either you know theories or like um as you know, Mitchell has been doing like media projects. Uh, we've had some phenomenal um, artwork, as 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 you mentioned earlier, um, uh, Mitchell, on, on the subreddit. And um, as again, you know, <laughs> I've been alluding to like this expansive thing, and like I plan on like fulfilling that completely because this expansive kind of uh, past week that it's been, because we've had a bunch of Twitter activity. In fact, Mitchell, if you can believe it, this is the first um, a podcast. Uh, the this is the first Death Stranding um Sorry. This is the first death stranding podcast that actually um uh, you know is we're going to talk about all the casting like the Troy Baker and the Emily O'Brien like you know the Emily the Emily O'Brien and Troy Baker casting dude it's oh, so good. I really forgot that i know <laughs> there's
3: so much news that's been uh popping up i've just completely forgotten about that because there's like so many different things happening
2: yeah that's right and and which is again a great testament to like how um creative and like resourceful the and um and 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 sort of multifaceted the community is um over at the death stranding reddit and um you know people are like looking at song lyrics people looking at like the there was someone who brought up the low rule profile um and and sort of uh, kind of matched it, you know, to Norman Reedus, and it matched at all these like awesome points. And you know, a, a cheeky comment at the bottom was like a sort of grounding comment was like that could match anyone's sort of like profile. But I have to agree with OP on that one. Is that yeah? But that's true. But it matches Norman, and that's important, and that's cool. You know, so it's just about making these like again, you know, um, having fun making the connections, never taking it too seriously. But uh, I'll be actually reading today, Mitchell. Um, I'm sure you've seen with the pre recording post that we've done um you know how every every time we record we or at least most of the times so i i wanna make sure we do it every every week actually um we record uh we sort of yeah we um we submit this uh yeah this um this this post to sort of kind of galvanize the community and sort of have them sort of comment uh on what we're doing and sort of it's just this sort of uh this post that sort of yeah like tips people off that we're recording and like what they want to share we have so many really awesome like articulate um and insanely intriguing uh um theories that have been shared um have you checked out the sort of pre-recording post that we did Mitchell
3: Yeah I'm checking it out now Yeah some interesting stuff
2: I like how you say I'm checking it out now. You said it so quickly it was like bounce chicken wow wow. That's what it sounded like. I was like, Okay, I can get behind that. I can get behind that Oh no, that. I
3: just pulled it up right as you were saying like have you have you seen yet? I'm like, like pulling it up right? you see that so.
2: <laughs> That's all good. That's all good, but yeah. Um. So listeners, um. Just figured I'd let you know in case this is your first episode of Death Rounding podcast. Um. We do have a structure, even though we definitely like heartily encouraged like tangent taking, as you probably experienced a little bit there. Um. So I would like to go over sort of what lies ahead with this episode and with all of our episodes. So we begin the show with what we're kind of in the middle of here, which is sort of a general kind of catch up. Um. Uh you know, we are going to dive into our mutual sort of reddits. And the thing is, what's great with reddit is that you can look through your comment history and your post history. And we can just like just cover everything we can really take our time with that. So we'll each sort of discuss how our past week was again, like literally just not just sort of the generalities, we'll dive into that. Um, So that's going to be our first segment. So just like catching up. The second segment is the Reddit rundown, where like we sort of again, as I mentioned, jump on the Reddit and uh, and just go a little bit further in depth with like um sort of maybe speaking uh and, and like about specific posts you know um kind of thing and just like kind of that general um you know giving sort of shout outs sort of here and there to a few like high effort kind of posts um and then we have a dedicated uh reddit readout so one we sort of choose one person on the reddit who has put together something phenomenally high effort that we want to recognize and shout them out and sort of properly discuss uh what they've uh what they've um sort of presented and Mitchell let me tell you we've had a lot as well as um, as I mentioned earlier on the show our first uh, which will be playing in its entirety an excellent submission from um, Stranded Corey um, so it'll be great to sort of discuss that with you um, and so that's our third segment there's the readout the fourth segment is we sort of um, shout out our supporters and it's kind of a running joke here at the Stranding podcast that when I am in the middle of this actual segment it's like in se- segmentception. segment when I'm in the middle of saying that I'm going to give love and um, and like appreciation and just like gratitude to the supporters in this actual segment, I lose it. And as I'm doing right now, literally meta. I just want to just um, take a moment to just thank all of our supporters and all of the people on the patrons that uh, we have uh, the the main Patreon at patreon.com forward slash interactive artistry and then we have the uh, patron pod beans uh, which are and we have one for each of the dedicated shows which is um, again it just essentially means if you want to contribute to one particular show or you want to contribute to all of us like you have that option Um, so again uh, Yusuf is one of them he's been commenting me uh, commenting to me Uh, he's in the uh, $15 tier and that entitles him to like a pin that I'll send him it's he's chosen the sort of god of war pin i'm actually going to be overhauling all the patreon stuff so that it's all one standardized thing and then what it is is you sign up to it and then you let me know okay which um, if any you know because we're going to have a five different categories one is god of war one is Fumito one is um, death stranding one is um, the shadow dome and then the fifth one is uh, interactive artistry and so depending on whichever one you pick i'll then sort of customize um, the yeah like your your tier specifically to that podcast if you want otherwise you can go with our general one which is the interactive artistry main one so it's going to be pretty exciting stuff so please look forward to those updates soon um but needless to say and just tying off this sort of mini thing which again it always ends up being this i just because like it's important to recognize that and feel free you know podcast apps are specifically designed to fast forward through this stuff if you it's not relevant to you or if you don't care um without these people mitchell um it just it, it although the medium itself and what's happening in the medium is is worthwhile unto itself to begin and have this discourse about it's sort of it's like breathing to me absolutely um these people who um just give of their own time give of their own um, investment and their own like financial uh trust of us and and like investing in us it's um it's beyond description I always fall short of um of actually properly being able to articulate how grateful I am uh, to all of you who support us that way so um did you have anything for the supporters mitchell
3: Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh Yeah supporting the show. <laughs> I mean yeah, I think it's a huge sacrifice to join A you know Two dudes talk about death stranding for like an hour and a half.
2: I know. It's but it's, again, it's just like because what it does, here's the thing, and um, you know, I talked about like how we've been a week and a bit. That week and a bit really is because we are currently still at kind of our main gigs, and the uh, obviously the goal with interactive artistry is to have this grow with those testaments of amelioration I've been handing out. Um, you know, we recently gave one to Nicholas Suttner, to Jongye, and um to uh, Jason Weiser of the Myths and Legend podcast, who is you know doing that collaboration with the god of war guys again these people have contributed significantly to the medium we want to actually sort of step up to that sort of um, institution um, aspect of what we do, which is we want to be, yeah, like uh, an organization in that way uh, for the appreciation of this medium, like, um, and then look, literally the sky's the limit museums, blah, like this is probably chuckle-worthy at this stage, being so many years out for something like that, but um, needless to say, a studio, and just building interactive artistry into this um, kind of, um, yeah, this sort of, hopefully you know, or humbly, I would humbly say like a staple of this medium so that it can be something that changes, and amelioration means to better, and you, any patrons out there who are helping, you are helping better this medium, and um, uh, and the recipients of the testaments as well are doing so in that way with, with their work. So um, it's all about essentially providing this platform, this avenue, this outlet for recognizing all of you out there, games developers, even cosplayers. Um, we had Ronan cosplay on God of War podcast, who who spoke about how like like um, how much of an emotional investment it is doing his craft, and how uh, like like the connection he's for he formed with Kratos, like to to do that. So it's every in every respect, there's no there's no restriction as long as it better's the medium to yourself personally, um, and it enhances it, uh, at, um you know at large as well in 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 terms of that that wider scope with the world and the you know the way that this um this medium is is sort of um uh, yeah that that it's treated and that it's recognized we want to have it have people see the full suite of its, like, nuance of, of it being this emotionally, spiritually, psychologically um, deep and engaging um, and stimulating and inspiring medium that, uh, yeah, can change lives, definitely. So figured I'd mention that. Again, so again, for new listeners, I say it here, I'm in the middle of the rundown. Invariably, I just, like, jump in there give my gratitude and then like because i've sort of done it now um i don't actually have to do it later so there you go that's the running joke maybe it'll change down the line um the fifth topic is the main topic of this episode which mitchell here he has been with us for three of our um of our breakdowns um, of the, I believe the third, fourth, and fifth minute. Today we'll be breaking down the sixth minute, which is the hand head titan and the feeder, so or the gestalt feeder, which is um, gestalt means something that's combined of sort of different sort of things. And um uh, as you'll hear uh, later, our good friend, who we hope to have many, many more messages from himself and his wife, amazing, death theory crafters, um, <laughs> you know, artists go wild in, in like doing drawings of them feel free it's adorable i agree like go nuts like and get in touch with him for sure he's just yeah <laughs> user um stranded cory uh definitely i want to see that out there but he basically says that it has a tail and he's like even though this crazy thing which again has these kind of shoggoth like like qualities it has this crazy tail uh which again it's like oh are you going to go full chaotic and be this thing that's like no discernible shape but why do you have a tail like it's really intriguing so we're going to dive into that so that's the main topic um our sixth segment is closing remarks so i'll sort of throw it to to mitch and sort of have him sort of go over actually mitch has um enthralled us and uh regaled us with some of his dreams and some of his um some of his crafts on that end and, and it's always intriguing to to sort of hear his riffs on this material hence why he's on the show um and then our sort of our seventh segment is the wrap-up and the sign-off so easy peasy figured i'd mention that and sort of turn from camera back towards my guest on our sort of hypothetical show ritual can you imagine us having this on a set like we're actually in like armchairs opposite each other one day
3: yeah i, see that. I can see that <laughs> Have you heard of um, Mr. Sunday Movies?
2: Yeah, that would be really cool. That's the goal, man. Yeah. You know, that, that, okay. that would be so cool. And um, so that segment, like, because when I do that, and I said, sort of, that's literally, you know, how they have camera one, camera two, I can just see it being like, I just, for that particular thing, I'm just like, I just turn towards the screen. And then maybe something on the screen is like going through the sidebar of the segments or something all kind of things to kind of keep the the heart, the hope of the heart alive in, in the striving towards and uh, yeah, in, in its own time. But um, yeah, I appreciate all of our listenership and anyone who joins us on as long a journey as that will be to that and beyond. So awesome. Fantastic. So we were continuing to describe how each of our weeks were. They were incredibly event packed. Um, I'm assuming you've got your Twitter and your Reddit open so that like, all the things, because again, you, you actually touched on it earlier, Mitchell, when there's so much, you just forget. It's like one thing piles on top of another. So let us do, um, one of the main news topics was um, something we missed just just on the tail end um, of recording. We heard of um, Emily O'Brien and uh, Troy Baker being confirmed for Death Stranding. That's huge. That is so huge, Mitchell. Yeah. So we need to dive into that. What did you think of that? those particular um, folks being cast?
3: Yeah, Troy Baker, I mean, is that really even a question? Everything. <laughs> and I'm not everything. Like, I'm not like trying to be like, like, oh, man, I hate him. I love him. He's amazing. Well, there's a reason he's
2: why he's hired. He's, he's phenomenal. Yeah, that's why. Right.
3: Yeah. No, it's, he's like a, uh, The Rock, but he can actually act.
2: Oh, eh, yeah. Shots fired. Nah, man, it's all good. It's all different styles. That's, that's, that's the thing. thing. So, yeah, definitely.
3: <laughs> no, I know. I, I know. I'm
2: kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs>
3: No, but um, you know, same thing with uh, what's his name? The guy who plays uh, Nathan Drake. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, uh Nolan, Nolan North. North. Yes, it's cause they're such phenomenal actors that they just you know they're in everything. And also he he worked with Kojima before on yeah. uh,
2: Revolver MGS. Ocelot. That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, can you do uh, your best Revolver Ocelot impression, man? Please, any line from MGS Five
3: uh uh what's the one how's the, you know, let the like legend it? come back to
2: life <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I, I wanna see that uh, when I read the whole quote
2: yeah okay, oh, okay, oh he's he's okay, ladies and gentlemen, he's going method he's going he's gonna just like sink in, he's gonna get his revolver happening, go for it, buddy <laughs> uh okay, wow, he's gone, go. oh my God, you're listeners, okay, let's prepare okay you just... uh,
3: you're, you're a legend in those.
2: The, uh, <laughs> sorry please continue <laughs> i apologize please go 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 go
3: you're a legend in, uh, in the eyes of those who live on the battlefield that's why you have to handle this mission on yourself by yourself
5: <laughs> yourself sorry sorry i'm sorry that's so good <laughs> please continue um,
3: okay. i'm just a little tired right now i have i have a little too much coffee to stay away
4: that's great no it's amazing okay,
3: right. I'm, right. I'm gonna stay in one go okay three two
4: one
3: you're a legend in the eyes of those who live on the battlefield that's why you have to handle this mission yourself how and where you make it well that's up to you now go let the legend come back to life
2: holy shit damn we just got revolver oscillated man damn fantastic that was actually really really good dude absolutely i love it (laughs) yeah well now i can't i can't even i'm not gonna actually try like that's let's just leave it at that yeah i mean i will say um uh yeah okay because we did okay here's one it's very it's very little it's from when we did our breakdown of like the stranding podcast it what was it sorry they're threading the strands yes um that's what we call by the way listeners new listeners we uh call our sub series of breaking down the trailer it's episode within an episode there'll be a separate um playlist down the line on the youtube and you know maybe we'll even release it on the feed it's called um threading the strands and for our transition one of one of them we had um oh actually no this was for our other segment um sort of episode within an episode special it was um the phantom pains and gains and it was when they're sort of like beating up that one guy and like i cut to it and i had the um as the transition music i had revolver ocelot um you know it was like snake going like be gentle and like revolver ocelot was like of course which is just like (laughs) slightly homoerotic, but that's fine. (laughs) But that's the thing is there's, there's love there. There's just, there's so much trust there between, um, between those two. And here's the thing, um, between, um, Ocelot and Snake, right? Like the, 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 the insane thing about MGS5, which I want to dive into with our other co-host, by the way, listeners, his name's Dean, um, is, uh, like it's, it's the latest game that we have, right? But we're actually going to dive into it not too far from now. We'll we'll wrap up third the strands, but we want to have um, um Dean back on because he's leading that thing. And it's basically how can we use MGS Five as a blueprint um uh, for what um uh, Death Stranding may become, and what do we want to leave behind, and what do we want to carry over? So that's kind of the premise of that. And yeah, that was that's all I can muster. But now this is I hand it to you, my man. This that's uh, that's all you. You you own that impression, dude. Okay. Fantastic. Well, so there's been that with Tro Baker. Now, Emily, um, we did a bit of research on her. Um, So she did a voice in The Order. She did a film called Seance. Um, she also did a film, um, actually a series, *The Young and the Restless*. Which, if you want some information on, um, tune into the. Uh, it's a couple of episodes ago, but it was Jared Petty. He's been recently announced on uh, *Kind of Funny uh, Games Daily*. He's one of the daily hosts there in the pool of regular hosts, and he actually is interesting. They covered this news, and then he dives in to describing the he because he's apparently watches that series and he knows about her character and everything. So, if you want to go on that for some more information on that one, but um, largely. Mitchell, had you recognized her from anything else? Nope. Okay, that's
3: cool. And I, I think she that she that reminded me of a, what's her name, uh, Anna. Joy. Right. Is uh, that what her
4: name the the is? The one yeah. from yeah.
2: the one from Blade Runner. Yeah, she reminded me of Joy a little bit. Yeah. Anna de Armas. Oh. Yeah. Is Sorry. that is that Anna de Armas or is um love? played by Anna de Armas. I need to know these things. I will educate myself and become less ignorant by next recording. Listeners, I certainly will. Um, quick little round table. Who was your favorite performance out of um Blade Runner 2049?
3: I'd have to say uh Love. Yeah. I think she did the best performance in the entire movie, like with her tears of like like you could feel the way she was manipulated throughout the entire film. Mm-hmm. Uh by uh a uh, Wallace mm-hmm. was, that, was that Wallace? Yeah, Wallace and, you know, he just, uh, you know, he just, he turned her from like this, uh, you know, this innocent person into this like killing demon only seeking approval from one person. Mm. And that's a much better, she's a much better villain than, uh, Wallace. I'm glad she was the main villain in the movie rather than, uh, what's his name? Simply because, uh, yeah,
2: you mean just a Neander Wallace? Yeah. Yeah,
3: in the end, of he's just like boring, and he just yeah. and, like, wants, like, once have a next generation of robot children. Yeah, but she was like, she killed people, and she like, oh, man, uh, my favorite scene from her is when she uh, uh, there's two scenes, one when she breaks the glass uh in uh, lieutenant uh, what's her name, wherever the lieutenant the police chief's hand, and like breaks it, and she like with no remorse, and just tells her. She's gonna tell him that like you hurt her first, and like just stabs her to death. Insane. Also, mm. um, the straight up brutal part where she goes, she turns to Joy, and she tells him, uh, "Tells her, hope you enjoyed our product." And uh, she just kills her. Oh god! Uh, because uh, simply because you know, uh, uh, Kay is, uh, is an android from Wallace Corporation. So they're both products from the same corporation. Mm. And so like, everyone thought it was like oh he's saying it she's saying it to him that's the other way around right so, kind of like, nature to it and i just liked her character and her performance so well
2: absolutely not for sure and i just had to like for some reason it was just like because you just used you used the um 2049 music recently and it's just like there's there's this weird kind of Um, like abstract in an abstract sense this weird sort of dna shared between those two because you know kojima loves Velnu um and he loves la la land he loves like ryan gosling and then the rumors of emma stone and all these things so all this connected strands but um need to like not like not breaking news but it's um this phenomenal artist user meshari222 unfinished i am painting two custom covers for death stranding the second one i will do based on your suggested composition we'll share it here so you can print it typically humble artist like over long post title when all this should be titled is like golden mask and it's this beautiful wonderfully done picture you're looking at it right now i hope um mitchell yeah. over on the death stranding. Yeah. this is this is um the, rumored to be um Mads' character, but otherwise known as Osiris. Phenomenal. This is incredible. And I've just commented basically like, we're live right now recording DSP episode 18, and I'm shouting OP and your phenomenal art out as I write. Excellent work. So I will give you a time um, stamp after this is all recorded and done up, send that to you later. Because again, when. like this is segment breakingly good art so phenomenal work there um and we really we're gonna have a good one man we're gonna like go through and like um uh dive into this stuff and by the way don't destroy yourself mitchell if you need to sleep you can sleep i can do a uh um a shipping report style thing where it's like just me speaking if you want like priority is health so you do you do you if you feel yourself like nodding off or anything you totally do you and you let me know okay
3: no, I'm like a completely awake. I usually stay up to like one ish, but I'm also loaded myself with coffee, so This guy. I won't be I won't be able to be, go to sleep for uh
2: ladies and gentlemen for a I, while. Uh, ladies and gentlemen and everyone, I hand it to you. This is Mitchell right here. Putting in putting in the hours, putting in the time, the energy, the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> for this show. Um and that's all you like look as far as that's as far as you need to look um to get a beat on this guy's dedication to Death Stranding, to Kojima, to Interactive Artistry Love you, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. For show. Okay, so um that is right. You were saying about we were talking about the casting, Emily O'Brien. Again, not too much yet that we know about her. However, as I mentioned, I named up a couple of projects she she's worked on and um, she's sort of done voices here and there. There was this um, information about her um having done voices for League of Legends. Um but again, the, we'd look at, you know, in terms of filmography uh, that uh, Kojima would have awareness of. You know, you look at Long, Young and the Restless, um then you would look at um yeah, it's like something films like Seance, you know, because you know Kojima loves his films, it's likely that he's seen that one um and so then in terms of um Performance. haven't seen too many. I will be diving into that uh, later this week, and just sort of getting engaged on her performances because I'm familiar with Mads, familiar with um, uh, I get so close to calling him Sam, which is a great thing. But Norman, familiar with Norman, familiar with uh, Guillermo del Toro, but um, wanted yeah, and and obviously familiar with um, uh, Troy Baker. But yeah, I think that's going to be my next week. Is going to be diving into some of um, uh, Emily's um, um, over and just sort of check out like her performance style. But needless to say, she has um. um uh, a very old school kind of look um, she has this sense that I think she did a photo shoot recently I think on the Instagram where she posted her um, involvement but then she had to redact it because it wasn't time yet which is totally fine again you know it's the internet these things leak out and what's interesting is that leaks can sometimes create more excitement because like people have this sense of like ooh the forbidden information has been revealed um, so it it's creates this idea. yeah it creates this inadvertent kind of rush to learn about the information and it can sometimes be as or even sometimes more even more effective than like an official post being made or whatever so that's my um, uh, kind of take on it I'm more than happy to hear different feedback about that but um but yeah, so she has this kind of, um, as I like to call it, the 70s, 60s, 70s uh, era kind of look. It's might maybe a bone structure thing or maybe it's a something that I've, maybe through osmosis of like watching films of that generation. Um, it's just something that you just like hear described. I don't know if it has something to do with the way that people casted films back then that they chose a particular type of like, people were like, um, I don't know if you know what I mean, man. It's like the it girl kind of thing. Um, uh, she has, um, there's actually some shared kind of aesthetic vibes between her and emma stone as well i would rec- i would say um but more than that there's just this sense of and um, she has enormous like presence in sort of how she kind of holds herself there's this it reminds me of um there's uh the woman who was cast in the twin peaks um uh, she was sort of um uh david lynch's character uh his um sort of um uh, yeah like a, a, a was she was, she was like a, a law enforcement um so fbi rather fbi agent um and she's sort of this um uh, I I need to I need to find out her name. I think you you saw um the latest season of um of Twin Peaks, didn't you, buddy?
3: No. Oh, that's cool. I've I've, I've I have i i have not gotten into Twin Peaks. Like I've watched the first few episodes, but I just been pretty uh, it's like I wanted to get into it, but just never have. You know that's, what I
2: mean? Yeah. That's all good. That's all good. Um, and we're looking. I believe it's. I think it's Tammy. Uh no, Krista Bell. That's her name. And so what I say here is that so when I and I I have this um I, I have this impression from um other folks as well, like Ray, for example, my, my partner, my girlfriend. It's just a thing that you can just see that it's just how someone holds themselves. And I think who else? Let's just throw, throw a few things out. Anna, Anna, Anna Taylor Joy as well from The Witch, uh, Robert Eggers film, and um she's also going to be in New Mutants. There's just this um other. I call it the otherness, and it's like that they are from another place. And I and I've said this. Before we actually, uh, Ray and I dove into this on, I think episode four or five or something. It was on one of the um, first few episodes where we talked about sort of the trailer in length, and it was the Samuel L. Beckett episode. Um, And um, so, Rick Mitchell, I want to feel this too. So you know, you have picked up, I'm sure, on how um, Kojima tends to uh, cast or maybe be drawn to the other. You know, the concept of the other is literally—it's very self-descriptive. It's things that aren't the common. Things that aren't the common way, the common aesthetic, the common what have you. And so uh, Norman Reedus, um, Mads Mikkelsen, um, these two men have distinctively other, quote unquote, features, you know, and same with David Bowie. So they had this quality of them of not quite being of this world. And I think Emily um, carries that as well. There's this just sense of like being so... Um, being so kind of centered and so uh, like present and like almost with those eyes that like they just like there's that full that full absorption into the moment and like holding of space that like uh, it's just, like, an enrapturing thing, which I find with, like, everyone that um uh, Kojima has connected with, either from a performance point of view as an uh, or even, like, in their films, you know, w- w- Wending Refn, um, he has this particular, it's, I mean, a cop-out would be to say, to say je ne sais quoi, but I think, and I think uh, having a crack at describing it would be just this abiding sense of presence on screen, um, something that sort of permeates uh from the screen into your own kind of like it's almost like you feel just as watched as you're watching them you know it's really it's a really nuanced kind of feeling and i think emily has that in spades so did you have any sort of um impressions just from like the vibe of emily um and how it could fit into death stranding um mitchell
3: i think hmm. i'm just looking at pictures of her i'm looking at her credits and stuff She looks. Like with all her acting roles, and I, uh, I think she probably could, probably could do a decent role, but I've never seen her acting, so mm-hmm. it was well, hard to say. Yeah. So I'll have to do some research over this, you know, next week or so.
4: Yeah. Um.
3: But she is what I think that Kojima found her from. It's not from one of these strange, you know, UK shows. Oh, well, not strange, but just mm-hmm. you know, UK shows that are like more for a general for a specific audience because she is on the title days gone
2: mm. oh yeah that's correct she plays actually i believe the um, opposite sam Witwer. Nicole. um yeah she plays nicole um which is a, I believe that will be a full motion um a full performance capture role as well um which you've seen we've seen th- Photos of um Sam Whitmer, Sam Whitware all sort of um geared up and ready with the dots and everything, you know, doing the performance for Deacon Saint John, which is the protagonist of Death of um of Days Gone. Um, so yeah, it, it seems as though she may have already done some work for that, which sort of um sort of uh, allowed her to be very like suitable and like kind of like slide in like duck to water, you know, into the whole um uh, sort of the capture volume and and that whole process with Death Stranding. So, which is really good. Yeah, I, I maybe there's a chance, um uh, Mitchell, that. Um, she was hired uh, with that in mind. That it's like, well, we had the SAG-AFTRA strikes. and um, we maybe who knows? Like, this is just me speculating. It's 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 uh, equally as likely as she was hired a couple months ago. Or sorry, uh, even like far be far before the SAG-AFTRA, and they were just waiting for her to um, uh, for them to be able to kind of commence. Uh, yeah, like um everything like all their activity so that's why on the instagram you know we've seen him like having like <laughs> no one readers having noodles and stuff you know and like them kind of get getting started again which has been really good but um so there's there's a question of that but you know uh well, we'll all we need to know is just like a little bit more information on, on like the context of why she was hired but we may even not find out find out the details until like after the game's release but um but yeah no please continue man i sort of jumped in um uh on there with you man
3: yeah i well he went i, mean, I think he and this is my speculation but mm-hmm. basically i think that he went when he was on his tech tour tech tour 2016 when he got um decima
4: mm-hmm.
3: i think that, uh he i think he went to the days gone studio whatever studio that is yeah So he, I, my, uh, my
2: sony bend my, sony bend
3: yeah. yeah sony bend mm-hmm. what kind of makes sense what links up in my head is that he went there, and they were. He went on to one there, their, you know, motion capture,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know, um, you know, scenes. Liked what she did, and then just like, okay, yeah, put her put her notes, <laughs> and then like, you know, that's you know, right. the Also, yeah. I looked up a, I looked her up, and then an image of a of of a reference from a digital Emily from uh Chaos Group Labs oh the picture picture of her uh digitally recreated in a in a game engine
2: oh wow Uh, can you um send that to either post that to the reddit or like you can send it to me i'm I'm really interested in that
3: i can't tell if that's actually her or that just like shows up because okay i don't know that's all good to the group chat real quick
2: yeah absolutely man for sure, and so then, so yeah, that's basically that. And again, it's no, it's nothing on like, uh, you know, we sort of did a bit of like fun kind of voice impressions and stuff early with Troy, but um, and it's very easy to be like, oh, Troy is excellent, and just to sort of not really take that moment to to set aside time to sort of recognize the man because it's, you know, once you become recognized for just that level of quality and that level of uh, involvement in the industry and everything, it's very easy to be like, oh, well, it speaks for itself. But um, you know, if you do that too often, then like we forget to talk about him, and I that's the furthest thing from from the case for me because uh toy uh because um troy baker is is on another level uh, he's on his own troy baker level as far as i'm concerned I, I think the first time i encountered his work was as um believe it or not even though he's been doing uh what he does for many many years before um booker dewitt it was the first time i remember seeing ken levine um you know, uh, backstage with him, uh, you know, like workshopping Booker and, and, um, and his relationship with Elizabeth. And, um, and I found that like completely engr- engrossing, you know? Um, and, and like, it's, it's funny. Like, um, when I was, uh, it's like, I took the, I took the sort of time to sort of dive into the sort of, um, the making of, uh, of all of that. And I was just, I, like, the guy like he he, what is he he plays he plays guitar he uh he, he does like uh like he like I mean, he's involved in like uh, he's involved in so many projects, and um, so it's just like he's that he's that like, and he likes like weird, weirdly like colored socks and stuff. So he's super eccentric. He has this kind of old soul, but he's this consummately like modern, but also uh, classic kind of performer. Um, which I want to feel this to you, Mitchell. Um, do you think this will be our first look of uh at um? We'll see uh, Troy Baker in the game, but it'll be him. So it won't be a, the Joelification of his, like, skeletal structure and anything. Uh, it'll be him, actually, like, depicted as him, because that's what seems to be the case with, you know, obviously Sam isn't being modified into someone else, neither is Mads. Do you think we might actually see um Troy Baker for the first time in, in, in the sort of digital flesh?
3: Yeah, I think that's where Kojima's heading, to. I think that he's trying to give recognition to the actors and the, a lot of their hard work. So usually. A lot of voice actors, even the most famous ones, you know, like, uh, Mark Hamill's Joker Mm -hmm. is still locked behind the character. Yes. You know, like, so they, they're locked behind this character. So like, uh, there's like only hardcore fans will, you know, like, Oh, Hey, that's a like Whoever they see an actor Mm. or even a voice actor by recognizing their voice. But typically, you know, they, they go unrecognized, so that can either be a good thing or a bad thing. You know, that's right. That can be it can be a very good thing for people that don't want to get you know swamped by fans. True, be a bad thing that you know no one ever recognizes your work unless you're at a convention. You know, true <laughs> or on rare occasions. Absolutely. But, um, I think that he will be portrayed as the actual actor. Same mm. thing with Emily O'Brien. I think that they are.
2: Uh, It'll be one to one. It'll be just like how Mads yeah. and Norm and Norman, yeah. Um, so he was he performed beautifully. Uh, uh, um, in, in in Bioshock Infinite, across uh from the arguably even more beautifully talented um uh, courtney draper who portrayed um elizabeth which was a breakthrough in in ai uh i I certainly think it was a breakthrough in storytelling and definitely elevated the medium unto itself we'll definitely be having a dedicated episode of interactive artistry to bioshock infinite in the um love at first Play series because uh you know for a certain spell of time i had only really played maybe a handful of games across a couple of years um which was you know journey and um you know by that game company and yeah um, Bioshock Infinite so it, it sort of has that kind of space for me so there's definitely sort of a vast swath and kind of ocean of love for that uh, work um, with uh, Ken, Le- Ken Levine and uh, Courtney and Troy um, and then um, as we know Troy acted against um, and with um, Ashley Johnson um, which uh, again we you know it almost needs <laughs> needs no iterating the, the accomplishment, the feat uh, the legitimization of, of the medium as art um, that The Last of Us was and Um, the leveraging of its of the of the medium's interactivity inherent sort of um, aspect of you know input being kind of the um, avenue into the emotions of the story as Neil Druckmann describes it's on another level and so Troy comes from that now again we need to emphasize that like he's doing Last of Us 2 which Dean we haven't even can you believe Mitch I don't know how many episodes you've been on with Dean but he loves Last of Us so to hear the fact that like we're going to get Joel in death stranding like <laughs> I, i'm gonna have to make sure like i i even out the levels there because he's gonna freak out i have to make sure we don't like you know um send any of our listeners sort of uh, ears to like <laughs> the grave you know because it'll be crazy to hear him to like celebrate that uh, yeah um but yeah needless to say mitchell like um uh, Troy is is a phenomenal performer, and it seems as though like he performs really well uh, against like uh, a female counterpart uh, in that he's you know with Ashley and Courtney Draper as well. Um... And so I think uh, possibly they may even be like um, tied in together because he, he, she was there on the set with Troy. So there's a case, there's a chance of them uh, being maybe from the same organization, uh, probably very likely acting in the same kind of scenes together. Obviously, super likely it's, you know, they were on the sort of capture stage together. But again, for me, because my brain works this way, it's like, okay, so they maybe they both work for Bridges and Sam is there. I get this impression of Sam being, you know, again, other and sort of outside of uh, the sort of regular structures Of like an organization or anything so i could see maybe um you know troy and emily being part part of the same organization that's complete speculation emily might be this like dimension traveling ludens type person but speaking of which we have also received if i'm not mistaken buddy we have received word of possible um involvement like corroborated by photos, which I will dive into later when I jump into some of these posts by some of our awesome um, uh, regular Redditors and contributors of Diane Kruger. We discussed her on the earlier shows. However, we've seen literally like Kojima in the same photo with Diane Kruger. Again, it could may simply just have been, you know, Norman Reedus there with, you know, Diane and he are together, I I believe. Um, But what do you think, Mitchell, of the actual, like the increased um, possibility now Diane Kruger, Diane Kruger possibly being um, involved in Death Stranding?
3: I mean, it's possible. I mean, it, it still goes along with uh, kind of a... Uh, I don't want to say B-list actors, because that's not the right term. B-list is usually like... Yeah, it's you know, all relative now. Man. But yeah. Not like B-list actors, but like uh, non-mainstream actors. And it doesn't mean they're bad. It just yeah. means that they aren't you know. Hmm. To make like uh whatever, whoever Tom Cruise is or whatever, but they're still amazing uh, actors and actresses that have worked in smaller projects that they're getting recognized for. It. But honestly, right now, at where it stands, it's becoming less and less of a possibility, even with these new photos, simply mm-hmm. because she's in a relationship with Norman Reedus. They've yeah. been dating for
2: a year or two. It could be as simple as that. I it really could. could. The only thing I think that's hooking us into this is the fact that she, um, vaguely resembles the female Ludens that was drawn. You know, um, there's a possibility, uh, I suppose. But you know, it's always fun to um to speculate. In fact, uh, um, not to jump in on you here, man, but we have a an excellent comment which I love, which um, I want to make sure that I find it in time. It is from, um, okay, user noise reads why do all of you guys want the game out so quickly look at all the fun we're having i honestly don't understand why people are praying for 2018 release and so on personally i'm hoping for late 2019 at the earliest (laughs) user noise reads you and me are kindred spirits i'm hoping for a september 2019 release 100 episodes let's go it'll be our 100th episode by the time that rolls around and I don't want to lose you guys. Let's not trade all the speculating, the endless Twitter and Reddit refresh during events E3 TGA for a weekend of gaming. Also, I feel 2018 is just too early, and it would kind of worry me if they announced it that early. So, some great um, comments beneath. is like, you'll still be speculating on what the game means 10 years after it comes out, just like MGS2. That's from um, user Rom Truffler. So, um, incredible. What do you think of that, Mitchell? I, I, I agree. It's we are so, having so much fun. <laughs> you know, I don't think, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm sure you heard the episode where sort of dean and also daniela were like why did you tell us about Timefall? like let us th- figure that out ourselves like they got it not angry at, at um at kojima but they were like hey why'd you tell us that like kind of thing you know but playfully as well um but i happen to agree entirely um with the user noise reads on this one um what do you think Mitchell?
3: well i think that kojima is really good at putting out quality games in short amount of time Yeah simply because of the fact that he is he's like he's um you know he's like a Ridley Scott he can like make an entire game with like a small budget and a small team just like an amazing thought provoking game mm. uh easily. You know, if you think about it, uh we got what let me look at the timeline. Uh, Melgar solid and then what, three years later we got Melgar Solid Sons of Liberty. Yeah. You know, and then 3 years later from that snake eater and then
4: mm-hmm.
3: a little about 4 years later we got friends of the patriots but between that we got part of a lot just kind of canon so let's see let's see let main entries mm-hmm. 3 years 3 years mm-hmm. 2 years yeah 2 years 2 years again uh if you want to count melk rising uh, which is canon also, but not created by him. But so if you go gra- mail your solid 5 in, the uh, reason that one took so long is simply because he created a completely new engine that half the budget of the game went into this new engine. Uh, okay. The Fox engine, which is the a very, very good engine. Mm-hmm. Like, it was running Metal Gear Solid 5 at 1080p, 60 frames per second on the PS4 base model. Oh! I don't think there's. I came on 2015, I don't think there's any game that's running at 1080p, 60 frames per second at that like level. So. Okay. Uh, Crazy, but then you where go. All, that's yeah. where all the went. that's where all the development went for the past, yeah. you know, about four, what, three, four years. Hmm. People like there's the joke like oh team was going to take forever to make, but I'm like, honestly, they don't take that long. Like, you yeah. know, think about, uh, think about, uh, Uh, last about 2013 thirteen. will be like what 2019 when we get that's six years later
2: yeah that's right like i am totally in no rush and um i need to shout out um another user a user michael from the attic um has submitted a video i don't know sure if it's from him i think it is death stranding the power of anticipation um we have some it's it's exactly what we're talking about so um and I'm going to dive into this video, obviously, after this here as well, because again, as I jump on, like there are so many new things. Again, it's one of the communities I'm, I'm proudest to be a member of, um, uh, you know, and to have, yeah, Nick John Reddit, you know, have that sort of um, interactive artistry sort of flair that he um, added to my comments is just phenomenal as well. Really don't take that for granted. Incredible. Um, and I just wanted to, yeah, shout out. So, user Michael from the attic, again, you can just take it from the title there. I'll be diving into it after the episode. But needless to say, just basically adding to your and sort of um, boosting. Your point, there, Mitchell, is that you know the power of anticipation is um it's uh, it, it's on. It, I think it really it really taps into something that like we um as a species um it's when we're at our greatest is when we're it's when we don't have everything and we need to put our knock our heads together and figure things out. And again, you know, this the scale of you know maybe in the earlier. Years for us, it was like tr- figuring out al- agriculture and figuring out the meaning of things and figuring out what anatomy is and and how to sort of develop the different sciences and all that. But I think um a great way to keep that spirit alive is because we've con- conquered a fair few frontiers of like science and like even though we have so much more to discover, but you know a baseline has been reached of what we've sort of been able to discover together and stuff. So, but one of the one of the real frontiers is this medium, and I discuss this um, in in other podcasts that on our network is that. Um, this medium isn't just intriguing because of the developments within its own sort of sphere. For me, it, it really expands out into what art itself, it, 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 what's happening to art itself and, and how I believe that uh, this medium represents the evolution of art, like the concept of art uh, completely um, because of how like a new a new level of connection with the interactive experience, which is life itself, that this medium sort of represents the sort of um, uh, like yeah like in, incomparable kind of uh like uh, ability to sort of directly reflect that because they are again both of them are are it's they sh- it's the only medium that shares that aspect so uh, of being interactive so that's kind of what I'm what, what I'm getting at here with with death stranding and in this time of leading up to its release these amazingly worthwhile discussions are happening and I want that to continue and I loved elsa the comment about like yeah it's gonna continue well after so <laughs> but I'm I'm for me, it works both ways, Mitchell. If they announced, uh, you know, a 2018 release date, I wouldn't be disappointed, would you?
3: <laughs> I mean, as long as it's finished and it feels like a complete product and it wasn't didn't feel rushed Man. out.
2: But by the same token, I would be totally happy with 2019, 2020, whatever. Like again, awesome. without being released, uh, the game itself is already creating these beautiful discussions, and it's helped along obviously by the sub the chosen subject matter, which is um, uh, even though like he says, oh, you know, I just threw this together. Oh, I-, I just want to. I'll make a game sure. Again, we talked about the 80-20 rule with Kojima, where for him, just the thing of like, well, you know what? I'll dive back in. It's what people expect of me. Nothing of what he's doing speaks of at all of like him doing anything thing. To line up with anyone else's expectations so i kind of think that that's half of a trolling comment that he has when he says that because death stranding does dive like like the name itself we talked about you know how stranding uh, can mean both uh, something being left and sort of abandoned like stranded and then stranded also means to have it be tied together so there's that duality in the name and then you know death, death does do that it's sort of it's what we all experience mutually that we all are kind of connected by death because we're all connected by life and we all have to die someday but we're also like yeah so that's something that connects us but it's also something that feel makes us feel isolated makes us feel alone makes us feel insignificant so the the name is beautiful and and beautifully descriptive of what's being discussed you know and what's and what the 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 title itself can like just even unto itself without even the game itself coming out like there is a culture that has grown i think that that's also what the op of that video is um is sort of hinting at is that a culture of speculation a culture of d- diving into the deep aspects of like the human experience and all of that it's all kind of growing up around um this game and and this creator kojima and like the stranding podcast is is very much a conduit for that and a sort of um a node for that and a place for that to sort of um uh, yeah, like um, express itself, you know, and and through all of us, myself, you, Mitchell, um, and so yeah, I I wouldn't be opposed to um a, a longer wait. Like we have so much, Mitchell, we have so much planned, you know. We're actually gonna have Logan from uh Fumicho podcast on for our um, David Lynch special because he loves David Lynch, and um, you know, there was a whole bunch of David Lynch, uh, you know, inspiration. Um, and it's one of his like sort of closest filmmakers there. So um, yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. So um, I've uh, spoken for a bit. Throw it to you, Mitchell. Um, just um, shout someone out on the Reddit, and uh, let's talk about some of what they've done.
3: Jenny Angelica Benini? Is, it, is that pronounce his name? Because oh, yeah, yeah, the, the artwork.
2: Oh. Yeah, 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 that's right. So the one that I submitted oh, of... Okay. Um, incredible yeah Uh, yeah, dandy angelica van vanini uh the sort of tarot card kind of duality piece uh the the piece itself um on the uh Art is simply called death stranding uh art which again it's this typical thing of super humble again it's like in their dna they, it's, they're never going to get rid of it <laughs> they just name things like oh distranding fan art but i have to just step up and be like well this thing is like it's proper like put this in moma like this is the stuff deviant is one of it's the an art station that like look there for real modern art like i would really like argue <laughs> until i had zero breath left and even beyond that um what tends to be put up in some of these like show public showcases of these high profiles of like momo and stuff don't like hold a fucking candle to some of the amazing stuff you see on deviant art uh and in this medium that's a whole other podcast unto itself of the um underappreciated art i have this thing called the elucidarium on on facebook if you want to go to that it's where i post art like this and like underappreciated art that is just like come on like you know mitchell like you could come across this in like a beautiful museum couldn't you
3: yeah, a lot. so there's so much talent out there.
4: Yeah,
3: you know that's just like so beautiful and amazing. Like I just stumbled upon this thing, "Dust Training Fan Hour by Vincent uh, Letang. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Letang.
4: Is this uh, on the Reddit I, or somewhere it, else?
3: Yeah, on the Reddit. Okay, and I just saw it. Like I, it posted six days ago, and I didn't even see it.
2: Oh my god! I have to, I have to also, refresh. Like,
3: yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, Cactus Juice Attic
2: cactus juice addict my man we're going to be shouting him out him her slash he i need to get my gender straight i'm going to be shouting She's them out uh later on the them. episode She's yeah the, She's
3: the most easiest but yeah i'll just I'll,
2: I'll just say they yeah i think they's the easiest shout out to king diamond them an amazing amazing album if i'm not lazy enough when i'm editing this i will cut to some king diamond right now <laughs> anyway um but no you're right you're right dude um a phenomenal work there so but you know what uh mitchell we are at an hour and ten let's crack on uh, just so that we sort of keep our structure so we were essentially kind of in the middle of us catching up but we slid, we sort of again organically slid into um you know reddit rundown um but it's time for our reddit readout right and for this i need to look mm. i can i look no further than the uh post that we um we're actually going to tie them together on the Reddit readout. Uh, we're actually going to say Reddit readout slash pre-record post. So we want to have people uh, who you know took the time to comment on that pre-recording post and sort of shout them out because that's specifically what that post in particular is designed to do. So um yeah, well there you go. I submitted it. Um surrounding Podcast episode 18, The Handhead Titan and the Feeder uh records in 24 in 25 hours. Submit your suggestions, comments, theories, and topics below, and we'll address them on the show. Number one, we have Diet Cheeseburger. Could you please take a look at Low Raw tweet? He says, "Thank you. It was all Kojima's Vin- Kojima's genius vision." Replaying to someone, he had he said, uh, "Replaying to someone said he loved the music." So again, a bit of um, English uh, sort of issues there, but that's fine. Um, I understand that, like, essentially they're discussing, you know. Um, the yeah like a low raw sort of um saying something a little quasi cryptic like uh it was all kojima's genius vision which we can interpret as like like I believe wasn't that album created before Kojima discovered them? And how is it like what? So again, a mini little pocket of conspiracy there. Um, we have I draw robots say, and the day before tweeting, no idea he was a fan. And then book says, yeah, I know, but why? Again, let's address that. But why? So Mitchell, what do you think Low Raw um were trying to kind of uh, instigate here? <laughs> yeah, or or just like where do you think they were coming from? Do you think it's just a phrasing thing? There's no real substance yeah. to it. Yeah, I think it's a phrasing I- thing.
3: I think it's a phrasing thing because it goes. If you read it, authentic band lower or album zero, good stuff in 2014. Yeah. And then two years later, right after the trailer, it's like no idea. Yeah. Who, uh, and good thank you to Kojima and congratulations on the new announcement, E3 mm. 2016. That's right. So I said. I love your music. Awesome job. Thank you it was all Kojima's genius vision. Yeah. And then it replies thanks to him, I discovered your music. I've been listening to your two albums and they're, uh, are masterful. You got a new fan, thanks. And then you, like, did hand clap
2: yeah Free. <laughs> that's right that's right so yeah i think that's pretty open and shut up personally again not sort of discounting the possible dimensions of that diet cheeseburger but uh just figured we'd offer sort of each of our respective thoughts again not shutting down anything it's just like that's kind of the vibe we got but i'm happy to hear if you wanted to expand on that and uh, definitely get in touch about that so um underneath that get ready make sure you're sitting down in a comfortable chair mitchell we have mr slash mrs slash they rather cactus juice addict Nice. Normally, I don't have enough time to see the suggestion topics, etc. Post since it's only a couple hours from the recording. You guys should do the 24/25 hours before a suggestion posts more often. I'm like, like this one. I like, and I agreed with them. It's like we'll do that from now on because um, you know, the amount of engagement we got with this post because of that 24 hours notice uh, is phenomenal. So I'll definitely do that from now on, Mitch. Um. He continues, uh, or they continue, Really have been enjoying the latest podcasts. At the moment, still at episode 15, but I'm taking my time with them, no need to hurry. But as always, still in love with them. Even though I'm not entirely synchronized with the podcast, I am with Death Stranding News. Winky face. Topic suggestions: the recent traveling of Kojima. Again, out of nowhere, this amazing, amazing soul decides to kind of essentially give us the outline for a podcast. Like we've been sort of, we've got our own structure here, but he gives us a rundown, like for our for our roundtable. So like, why not? And um, again, Mitchell, I'm not sure if you know. Uh, he's commented before. Uh, we have um their uh feedback on our official Instagram as like one of our sort of placified kind of um feedbacks where he's like you know he says just just lovely lovely stuff and really a great sort of support and kindredness with the show and i'm determined to get uh, them on the show at one point for sure um but yeah uh, mitchell so let's dive into this so the recent traveling of Kojima. Some people made a post about it as well, which is, you know, recent traveling of Kojima, etc. I'll dive into that quickly. So from user Navaid S, I'm just so glad to see all the posts Kojima is making on all of his trips and enjoying everything he sees, keeping the fans up to date as well. The guy deserves it. Plus, he and his, or his assistant Ayako, which is who, who's amazing. She is like a legend. I, I really dig that, what she does. Um, they keep posting pictures of him at work during the trips too. This guy is putting all he can into this game, and honestly, I cannot wait for the genius to give up his best to give us his best work as he calls it he is getting inspired and translating his inspirations into his work which will eventually end up inspiring all of us gamers fans and even developers this guy is amazing i am so ready to play this game e3 can't come soon enough i think we'll get a release date on e3 and a date that will surprise us all I am guessing August or November 2018. Fingers crossed. User Navaid S, you are awesome. Your enthusiasm is infectious. It's the it's very kindred to our own sort of, a sort of self-generating kind of enthusiasm we have here for the material. Um, I'm just going to extend it here. Get in touch. <laughs> Direct message. We need this kind of energy on the show. Okay, so we'd love to have you on for sure um, for like maybe one of the breakdowns or something. But uh, what did you think of that, um, uh, uh, Mitchell, actually, the, um, the sort of the traveling uh, that he's been doing recently?
3: Yeah, I I think it's really he's like showing us. His, I feel like ever since uh his interview at the the Game Awards yeah 2017, uh, 2017,
4: mm-hmm.
3: when he was talking about how uh people are like trying to be like trying to in quotation marks call him out
2: yeah that um, bullshit
3: being a human being like I it's pissing
2: this so off. ridiculous. And again Ooh, um, like Mitchell would you like we're not fan like fanboy defending it's like no no this is get get rid of the whole fanboy shit we're talking about just human decency basic you know recognizing someone's clear sort of body language, clear intention behind their words. Again, the echo chamber of the internet is one of the most toxic things uh, in culture and in just like human society and the human condition at large um, right now. And it is awful to see people bandwagon onto certain like stances like that. And again, it's there's just zero justification for it. He is one of like hardest working artists there and um, he takes these breaks. But again, you know, um, we have cactus juice addicts saying like, inspiration breaks, breaks are so important for an artist like it's, it's not like of oh, and and even then like he's constantly working on what he does you know exactly so please continue mitchell
3: yeah well he I, he's not just traveling to travel he's he's heading to uh he went to la for like a yeah. week and he's doing planning with uh what's his name uh jeff keely
2: jeff keely that's right we another yeah. thing we we yeah. were going to get around to addressing again yeah. the secret meeting about the secret thing which yeah. by the way mitchell it's totally e3 totally <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah
3: so yeah so basically Yeah, uh, that happened mm-hmm. and uh and he's been you know and he's and then he went to probably he went to the uk london and I also believe that they have a motion capture studio there, also. And uh, Mess is currently in oh. I believe in Ireland or Iceland.
4: Ah, uh, yes, filming, you know, Black so
3: Kaiser, maybe. Yeah, so I think he might be uh, he may meet up, met up with him and other mm-hmm. creation, uh, other creatives there, and things yeah. Like that.
2: Um, we have Sandrone Danzieri, uh, sorry, Sandrone Danzieri, which is a who is a popular Italian crime writer. Who he recently took a photo with. Um, his first, his most famous work is the Gorilla series, an episode of which was also dramatised as a television film. So let's see anything that sort of typifies his work. We have, um, so it's a lot of it, a lot about his um, sort of uh, accomplishments here. But Danzieri's books are renowned for the rocambolesque adventures in which I'm gonna have to look that up. Just pausing right here, looking up on iPhone means incredible and fabulous. Uh, The adventures in which Sandrone, the main character, has the author's name too, is continuously involved in an irrefrainable but never fatalistic destiny. It is in fact Sandrone's personality that always drives him to assist the weak and derelict, those who have lost all hope for help but for the gorilla's saving hand. Which again, I have no idea what this is. I have to dive into it. Sounds intriguing. Among a thousand contradictions, he'll confront all sorts of dangers in the best tradition of hard-boiled thrillers and aided by... By his alter ego soul called Socho. The rational side of Sandrone is a in a split personality condition. Our hero will happily finalise and conclude many chilling and hair raising situations. Very, very kojima buddy. What do you reckon of Sand- Sandrone's work? Definitely
4: interesting. Very interesting.
2: Uh, I'll have to look and mm.
3: read uh reading some of maybe uh order some of his books online. Yeah, but, uh, get some ebook stuff yeah. happening. <laughs> I
2: can dig that. Let's jump onto his e-book. Instagram here. We yeah. have um, so, so please continue, buddy.
3: I was like, you like ebook. I'm like, ah, oh, no. I always
2: like physical. Oh, you do. Oh, we have a I, I, Sorry, I didn't mean to ask. Um, I'm assuming you're a little bit younger than me, buddy. Um, what are you like? Uh, if you're at, like, like, are you happy to disclose your age on this program? Uh, yeah, I'm 17. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have our hope for the future here with us on the show. Who gives a crap about this digital? Again, digital is really great. It's important. It helps us do what we do. It enables this show to exist. But physical media it's just it's right there in the title like you know it's yeah. it's there it's it's real um you know not to, not saying that like this medium isn't like again it's one of the most real things for me in like it's just and it parallels realities like that gives you an idea of how real i think games are but it's important to to stay physical media so again shout out to mitchell and other fellow uh, young people who are doing the same thing of uh, recognizing the importance of physical media we have uh, another photo here by um kujima um with another awesome um I'm assuming an inspiration of his uh, with mid Midgour. oh gosh I'm going to uh, make myself yeah. yeah so who would this be mid Miju- 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 yes excuse me uh, midgeur he is um a electronic artist um so i am very intrigued by this um uh,
3: he did, uh, he, he did the, the uh what's it called
4: He's you been know, listening the, the, to him recently. What's his name?
3: Oh, the song for Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, what what's it called? The, the 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 main theme.
2: Oh, the standing on the edge. The nuclear? No, 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 no. that's not. No, uh, no. Um, gosh, okay, no, no. This is this calls for a David Google. This calls David Bowie song. Mid ure, and we're gonna go ure james midge is a scottish musician yeah 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 exactly the man who who sold the world exactly yeah fantastic so there you go and so kojima has been hanging out with him too i love this profile here um on ike.tina turner the um instagram profile massive photo we have um (laughs) we have rod stewart phil Collins, brian adams howard jones um Uh, yeah Phil Collins there right there with his (laughs) tremendous hair back when he had it Uh, Paul Young um, it's incredible so a phenomenal photo and again the you know again we we talked we talked about a little bit about Kojima's relationship with music and how how um and like uh, we want to do at one point a sort of a, a, a we're going to have influences in music actually is one of our off-seasons listeners so to describe the off-seasons it's essentially this is our on season where we're breaking down Death Stranding specific you know we're going through the trailer which we'll jump into later um, for the breakdown of the sixth minute um, but we will have after the conclusion of this sort of a series of episodes we will have an off-season which will be initially it'll be in the, um, influences in film which will be roughly the same amount of episodes we're aiming for about 10 or 12 um, so we'll We'll have a Martin Scorsese episode, we'll have a Francis Ford Coppola episode, a Stanley Kubrick episode, a Andrei Tchaikovsky episode, um- Jodorowsky episode all these things so um, I'm really looking forward to that and yeah obviously um, now they're just rattling off my mind you know the uh, uh, Akira Kurosawa and um, and Ridley Scott so dedicated episodes to each of those we'll analyze and sort of speak about each of the overs of those films and how much they sort of apply to Kojima's work and, and how they sort of may feature in Death Stranding so that'll be that uh, we'll jump back on season uh, with a breakdown of trailer 1 and 2 as informed by our breakdown of trailer 3 which again i talked about this on the last episode about how jumping actually back in time and um, cross-referencing old information with new can bring new revelations as evidenced in the talk we had about uh, young year you know discussing like a uh, bigger fish all that sort of stuff about um there's always a bigger fish again we had have since that was released um however many months ago we've had a trailer which heavily featured like fishing imagery which is the you know uh poor old patrick being sort of reeled up by his leg and like a fish you know again just jumping back and forth really, really, it really behooves you to to build a a more complete picture of what we see. So we will combine um, those two into a a back on season of um, breaking down the five plus two minutes which is roughly seven or eight minutes so it'll be the same length as this particular sort of threading the strand season it'll just be threading the strands of season two uh, breaking down minute by minute the first and second trailer back off and we're either going to jump into influences in music or in literature um, or in um, series or tv series you know so that's going to be quite fun so i figured i'd mention that to our listeners and again just to iterate to my co-host mitchell um, are you stoked about going on and off season for this sort of stuff
3: yeah, especially film and
2: Yeah. Any particular uh, filmmaker that you uh yeah. like of of Kojima's sort of um that sort of suite of um influencer uh influencing kind of um creators that he's had, either in yeah, it doesn't have to be film, but um anything anyone that particularly jumps out at you?
3: Kiranovsky. Yeah. I I love to just, you know, have like a I guess uh like a a commentary of us just talking about uh uh, taranofsky's stalker and i feel like that has a lot of uh, a lot of influence in it i'm not sure if it actually does but i can i kind of feel like he would be highly inspired by uh taranofsky's stalker
2: oh yeah or Tar- oh, oh, tarkovsky yeah Oh
3: sorry Tar- sorry I that's okay
2: that's okay it's- yeah sorry. Uh, that's all good and in fact it's funny like nomenclature wise you know we have um Uh, so we have stalker obviously tarkovsky but then for kojima we have um he has another he has a title that sounds kind of similar to that doesn't he Uh, hideo kojima i'm just i'm blanking on it now it's it's scanner no 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 no. what is it it's it's one of kojima's games oh my god I'm, I'm, i'm totally blanking right now snatcher, snatcher snatcher snatcher, oh, snatcher. <laughs> you know stalker snatcher again these very like again subtle it's all it's it can be sometimes overt it can be sometimes subtle and again with this sort of um sort of multifaceted kind of uh, uh approach that he has again it's you can either pick up on like little threads sometimes unintentional and yet like somehow unconscious as i call it unconsciously intentional right where it wasn't something uh premeditated but it ended up because of that sort of osmosis of uh absorbing that particular artist's um themes or how they how they title things or whatever it's sometimes sometimes sort of a sneaks out in either nomenclature or or other aspects of, of a title and i like to kind of pick up on those whether intentional or not so that's kind of cool so snatch a stalker there but i agree with you man so i would love to jump on to ta- you're going to join us for the Tarkovsky episode i'm I'm assuming yeah
3: yeah You also uh you also adapted uh solaris uh-huh i yeah. believe that's right mm-hmm was that was
2: it an adaptation or an original film? I'm
3: pretty sure was it was uh, an adaptation. Let me check.
2: Solaris? Uh, yeah. yeah uh, it's based on... 1972. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, let me see. I I would have to jump in. But here we go. Listeners, that was a tease. This is exactly where we're going to have these episodes. Because what is going to happen to us, we will be edifying ourselves of these filmmakers and their connection to Kojima. And you, our listeners, will do so alongside us. And so, again, this is all serving to enhance uh, in September 2019, which is my prediction. Once we go in, we will have full, complete, comprehensive knowledge, um, or at least the beginnings of such. Again, we hope to obviously galvanize people to dive into these filmographies themselves and like inform themselves about these artists. But again, we're going to serve as a sort of um, kind of uh, book club esque kind of thing uh, where we'll be diving into these um, creators and everything. So again, just uh, um, catalyzing these little investigations for ourselves and our listeners as a consequence as well, or as a, as a side effect um so yeah i'm really stoked to be doing that so anyway that's kind of um we sort of again dove into a little tangent there of what's going to uh sort of um uh, waiting ahead but needless to say we were in the middle uh if you can believe it let's reel it back in <laughs> hand head titan style <laughs> the recent the re- i know <laughs> the recent traveling of kojima so again he was speaking to these two uh Mijuura uh, and um sandro i've already forgotten his name uh Sandro Nedazier. Yeah. So he's been meeting some of his um likely uh, people who have influenced him um, that he's just happens to be in town either you know taking these breaks or whatever and the way that um, we had a uh, cactus juice addict put it he said that um, you know he's been traveling a lot lately from Italy to France and England I personally think he's taking a little inspiration break breaking the day-to-day habits taking in the cultures from around the world do some meetups with friends across the globe and go back to work after about a week or two with all these new inspirations and influences which is super important and healthy for art what do you guys think of Kojima's latest trips and why do you think he's taking them? Another thing that comes to mind is that the recent leak of Troy Baker and one of the female protagonists might have wanted him to take some distance from the project to clear his mind. That is very true, Mitchell. At least I would think that the best thing to do in that kind of situation would be taking a small vacation to let the worries, etc. go. I absolutely agree with Cactus Juice Addict on this. What do you think, Mitch?
3: Uh, I think this has been planned for a while. Okay. Uh, because, simply because it it happened, you know, he went there to there to there. Yeah. As if he was in a break, I feel like it was a little, like, you know, it seemed a little too convenient if he was taking a break, like, right after he's has filming. But I think he's just celebrating a, a milestone, and he's just, you know, I think he's, you know, showing his friends the work he's done, and, you know, he's a... Uh, you don't realize he's also a person and he wants, he wants to, you know, he wants approval from his, his peers and his, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah, you know, absolutely. I, if, I'll, i if I do art, I'll show a friend and get their opinion on it. Either, either it's, you know, uh, constructive or, you know, praising me or whatever. Yeah. absolutely. The art it's bad. They'll let me know. so it's like, I think he's doing that with his, uh,
2: you always have to cross-reference. It, may, it makes for healthier art. It, I like to put it this way. is like if you were a sculptor and you sculpted from only one side of the thing, it would just be, yeah, essentially either monodimensional or it would only look good from one side. But again, like it's this, you know, sculptors will probably understand. But again, it's not hard to, to kind of jump both digital and sort of, um you know, with clay and stuff uh, or in any other medium. I, I, this is just like applies to all. Um, it's just this metaphor of just like if you come at something from all different angles, you make the thing healthier, you make it sturdier, you make it more applicable to wider life, you make it more relatable, so a diligent uh, and artist who cares about the universality of his work will do that. They'll sort of slap the clay from all directions, kind of thing. And I think he just wants to cover his bases. And it's he does it for the health, as I put it, the sort of artistic and thematic, uh, uh, you know, health of his art. And I I, f- I find that when people, again, similar to how in like real life, when something is given that due care with like coming up with its structure and everything, it survives for longer. It becomes again more universal and more sort of that able to sort of permeate into different kind of cultures and like spheres of belief and, and interpretations um, and i think um he's I, I again i'm totally on board with like 2020 whatever like if he wants to take his time so comprehensively like we here at Interactive Artistry take our time this will likely even if Mitchell goes to sleep be around about uh, a two or three hour or even maybe a four hour podcast because we want to cover cover everything taking your time is important you know Um, and again it's it's just a mixture of it you need to you need to be you need to stay in tune to what uh, suits you the best and what um, serves the art the most and I think he's got a great um, a great sense of um what's best for himself and What's best for his art? He's got his finger very much on the pulse of that um, quite well. So, yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, a- any other riffs on that one there before I crack on to um, uh, yeah. Cactus Juice Addict's next um, uh, header?
3: It might be more of a rant, but just talking about Kojima and his traveling and people criticizing yeah. him for enjoying life. It just really bothered me when he yeah. had, like just like insult him over that. That's bullshit. the game, and it's just like. Shut up! Have you noticed that he, <laughs> he doesn't go to the cinema anymore? Oh. He doesn't post about books he's read. He doesn't post about songs he's listening to as much anymore.
2: He oh he actually took it. I reckon he has. Like yeah, I like, kind of fuck yeah. you people who did that. Because again, again, he's not like some fragile flower, blah. But the thing is, like, it affects. Like this is a human being. Like you said, I'm just backing up Mitchell here. It's like what 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 you say has an effect, and and he's not again again like some like wounded fragile kind of thing he's just he's just taken this natural kind of um pivot away from doing that because he, he took that as an honest um kind of feedback from the world and it's a shame because we like you and i mitchell and everyone here at interactive artistry um and everyone you kind of on the subreddit i mean well not everyone but i'm sure a fair chunk of people on the subreddit who support kojima uh or even maybe they don't see quite eye to eye with some of his choices but they definitely never called his work ethic into question uh it's sad that we have to kind of yes. Yeah, so of have to hear like um people you know say these things and then have this impact but yeah please please continue mitchell
3: yeah it's just like i used to look forward to like almost every other you know once a week or once a month or yeah. whatever you would tweet films I, I would recommend that are out in japan and then you know i'll get some movie recommendations or a mm. novel he read album he likes you know and i'm like oh hey and it's not like like oh i must consume all media that <laughs> because he is god you know it's not like that yeah more of i respect him and i think he's a a a great creator Mm -hmm. so in that i want to i want to see what he what inspires him to see if i can be inspired from it also yeah because he had an impact he wants to share with the world but you know he's always been i think he's always been criticized too hardly on so many things and i don't understand why
4: Mm -hmm. they're
3: like oh praise he he's a huge ego and he's never acted like that he's always so polite when he's like that, when he's praised but i sent this in the the chat yeah so yeah um here's a review uh sorry interview uh before the release of military solid four
4: yeah
3: uh, this is before i was a fan so i was like eight or nine years old when this came out mm-hmm. so you read it so he's, he's talking about the interviewer asked him about ports of a. You know, other uh, renditions of TSP uh, games uh, for official Metal Gear titles. And he's talking about how he's going for the age demographic of 13 to 15 year olds. And this is his quote I have a son in that particular age group, the 13 to 15 year old uh, age group. And he's always watching uh create the Metal Gear series, hmm. but he's always criticized it. In quotation, of what his son said Oh, Metal Gear, Metal, Metal Gear is such a shitty game unquote until yeah. uh, uh until the point i released portable ops so these kids are really into these handheld machines uh and my son's really into portable ops as well hmm. uh the use self wi-fi and the ability to play anywhere and bring it to school etc yeah i'm just really it's just like a throwaway comment it's just like it's like yeah my son's always said my uh my life's work is just shitty yeah. but you know now it's just like oh my gosh it's just like you know it's just like it's like and, and i don't know their personal dynamic because i know he might be just saying that because he's just you know his father works so hard you know maybe he wants to spend more time with him and he doesn't like mm. malikir because it's just away from his personal life i don't know that much it's like so heartbreaking and how he just casually says i
2: know yeah and i think yeah when you posted that it was like yeah i yeah, you know, again, it's like you know we don't. Want to, yeah, and as you said, you know, I just read the and I with um, Kojima in two thousand eight and broke my heart. Uh, yeah, the shitty game thing. It's just, yeah, and and that quote where he says, "So these kids are really into these handheld machines, and my son is really into portable Blocks as well. The use of the Wi Fi, the ability. It's so crazy that again, like um. He's an auteur, uh and there's a very, a very firm, and it's a defining aspect of him that he gives no fucks. He really, really doesn't. But at the same time, and this shows this great multidimensionality to him, um, that he does in a in a weird way. Like he 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 hears, you know, he's um he's queued in. Um, by the way, I figured I'd let you know, Mitchell, that we have a Daniela joining us very soon. Uh, I don't know if you're listening. Is is that you, Daniela? Yeah. It's yes. Really cool. Hey, Danielle, how <laughs> are you, buddy? I'm
6: so sorry to be late. Um, again, this kinds of thing confuses me every time.
2: That's okay. <laughs> uh, what we need to do quickly, uh, buddy, wait, is uh, to make Steffi? sure that you're reco- yeah, make sure that you're recording, buddy, on your end. Um, so, it, do you have like an, a media player or something? Because I need to be able to use. Because we're doing individual tracks on this one, so I figured I'd mention that okay yeah, um, just open up any old media recorder um at the moment i've got uh the Skype recorder happening so that's the whoa, backup please. kind of ca- I have, I'm on a- yeah
6: i'm on a smartphone
2: oh you're on a smartphone okay oh <laughs> i mean i can i can nah i want to have you on on the show in some way dude so um i might have to crop this is going to be a fuck ton of an edit <laughs> oh no Danielle okay I have one last thing this is what we can do so you're on a phone probably away from home aren't you yeah oh my heart is breaking <laughs> okay because but- g- we're capturing you but on the multi-track so i'll have to edit away all my stuff but we need to get a sound bite from daniela and this will be in the show because I, I love you man i care about you let me get your take <laughs> let me let me get your take right um how was your how was the last week for you and go long man like take 10 minutes whatever dude just dive into everything i'll I'll speak minimally um what how has okay. your how has your last week been in uh death stranding um and H- hideo kojima buddy
6: first of all today's snowing, <laughs> <laughs> and it like never snows in my town so it's like wow
4: crazy crazy um,
6: right yeah so um hideo kojima was in milano
2: italy yeah, i know <laughs> Damn it! I know, crazy. <laughs> Speaking to Sandrone, the uh, the writer of the uh, Sandrone Tazzieri. Yeah, How close cool away from me. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll meet him. We'll meet him in 2019, buddy. Promise.
6: Yeah, I mean, we gotta do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> for sure nah man it's gonna happen um and uh, yeah what else uh by the way um uh, Daniela, we've had so much we had troy baker we had uh, uh um emily o'brien announced uh yeah the, yeah I mean,
6: well he didn't mean that I yeah, mean, of course of kojima course. didn't mean that to happen yeah <laughs> um and the tweet was later but then he tweeted uh, kojima himself tweeted, uh Saying he was with uh, Emily, yeah. I think,
2: but not Troy yet. That was the thing. I think yeah. the subreddit right. agrees. Yeah, Troy was you still the... want to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think.
6: I mean, that's um, that's surprising. Um, yeah. I, I mean, many people said I'm not surprised Troy Baker is, is another game, but yeah, I am a bit surprised actually because um, I know Troy Baker uh, is working on The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, and. Uh, Recently, I mean, recently, I mean, in the past few months, he um, tweeted a lot talking about his new album. Yeah. Because he was uh, writing songs, you know,
4: uh-huh.
6: and um, and tweeting about his new album so much made me think he was working very hard on his next album. Yeah. I even thought he, he didn't have a great uh, part in the Last of Us Part Two. Mm. That's uh, why I thought his character was dead because yeah. he was sick, tweeting on his album all the time. So yeah. I, I guess, I, I guess when, when is he doing mock-up? And that's one why I, I was surprised he was in Death Stranding too. I mean, he's yeah. working so much.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and Daniela, you know Dean. He's going to freak the fuck out. As soon as he hears that Joel is in Death Stranding, come on. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's going to be so for good. For me,
6: Troy Baker is always going to be his no from Final Fantasy 13.
2: There you go. <laughs> Got it. <Because laughs> that's so cool. That was
6: the first character I saw him
2: playing Sarah so, Sarah yeah yeah that's,
5: that's
2: it and, I uh, can't believe you're a Lassie or a C or however the damn thing was I can't remember yeah. I, I so love that game yeah <laughs> it's, I got good vibe I got good memories of it when it came out for sure awesome dude mm-hmm. but um okay so we can just crack on man you can definitely stay if you have the time we'd love to keep you on the show i'll just throw it to you here and there and i'll just yeah Yeah, i'm
6: sorry i'm sorry i, didn't, I wasn't here at the start of the episode though. that's okay
2: that's okay <laughs> um... but do you have time or do, are you because like the reason you're on the phone is that you have stuff happening or can you um can you actually join us for the rest of the episode because we're gonna go long on this I one
6: you. i can join you i got um uh, i got Two hours and ten minutes of time still. Oh, perfect. So,
2: yeah. That's amazing. I think sadly we need two hours and five minutes, so it's not gonna work. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Dude, dude, dude. It's fine. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Okay,
6: Mitchell. Uh, um... <laughs> mm-hmm. Mitchell, I'm are you? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> I've prepared already. I've 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 been training. I've been training my body to face Daniela. <laughs> I'm gonna like oil myself up. It's gonna be like gladiators. Listen, Mitchell, um, are you happy yeah. to have Daniela on this on this excellent podcast?
3: No, get him out of here. No, get, get him out. out. Here. Get out of here. <laughs> we <not> don't want <laughs> I love it. Those I love
2: so it. funny. That's so good. Okay, well, let's crack on. So, um, Daniela, we're in the middle of um, uh, breaking down. Oh, my God. Freaking Cactus Juice Addict's incredibly generous, kind of. Like, he just uh, completely, like, he's, he's, like, almost honorary Interactive Artistry staff here because he just threw together this amazing structure we have our own obviously we've been going off of uh, for our kind of show but he threw this all together uh, almost as this like summary of the past week and a bit news like he's excellent like what a, and like hyperlinked and everything so big shout out to this guy lots of win and lots of love for um wow, uh, thank ca- you. yeah cactus juice addict absolutely so um we just finished discussing um uh, you know his his tr- recent traveling um you just commented on the traveling so we've covered all three of our bases there um then we have grimes in involvement in Death Stranding. So he writes, I don't know if who she was. I I didn't know who she was or hadn't heard her music before Kojima posted some of those images to his Instagram, etc. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. checked her out and she's really really great uh yeah she's awesome love grimes uh i can see why kojima would want to have her for death stranding if that is what's going to happen the music she makes sounds pretty unique and has uh, and a lot of it fits that icelandic vibe if that makes sense totally makes sense cactus juice there's this some um, otherworldly quality to uh, music coming from iceland and that kind of region um uh yeah like it might be adjacent to them, but MUM, uh, M-U-M, um, and also uh, Sigurd Ross, and like uh, obviously uh, Low Roar as well, if for their own, even though this some American... Everyone
5: is uh,
6: very into Icelandic music lately. Yeah. I noticed that,
2: yeah, even among so my friends. Yeah, so good. So um, anyway, would love to hear what you guys think of her music and her possible involvement with Death Stranding. So, newcomer, let's throw it to you. Daniela. what do you think of Grimes? You sort of touched on it a little bit there, but her possible involvement in Death Stranding. Go for it.
6: Well, I'm excited because uh, maybe she'll write uh, a track for it. Yeah. The main track, mm-hmm. uh, the main vocal track. That would be amazing. I still haven't checked the uh, music out. Uh, I will do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, same here. Uh, I'm going to do a big because, dive. I have to uh, dive into Emily um, O'Brien's uh, filmography as well after this. So this is another one of my like Death Stranding to-do list, you know? Yeah, with, with Grimes. Nice. Um, her music, yeah, for sure. Go for it.
6: And uh, yeah, so... Um, I still haven't checked their music out. I will do it today, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm really excited about that. Because I Because we it. know whose voice we're going to hear.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, oh, uh, who knows? She, I think she is, frankly. I, for some reason, I get this feeling that's like, yeah, Grimes is going to do something. <laughs> I don't think he was just randomly there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And
6: then again, I know Kojima is very uh, selective about his music. Yeah. So he's going to probably record three or four tracks before he decides on one. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has a very, very great taste. I mean, uh, "Heaven's Divide" from Peace Walker is still one of my favorite songs ever.
2: <laughs> mm, definitely. <laughs> and
6: definitely. Uh, yeah, so we're yeah. really excited about what it chooses.
2: I dig it. Um, and uh, Mitchell, what did you think of Grimes and her possible involvement in Death Stranding?
3: I don't think she has any involvement.
2: Ooh, the sure. dissenting. Okay, get off my damn podcast. No, I'm kidding. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Please continue. We need. We need uh, all the opinions. Go for it, buddy. Oh,
3: all yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'll let myself ah! out.
2: <laughs> uh, go 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 go.
3: No, I think. Well, they're. I think they're both fans of each other's work. Uh yeah. She's a a Metal Gear fan, I believe, and yes. he's a fan of her album, mm-hmm. uh, of her music and stuff. So, it could be you know, her meeting him, but it also could be you know scanning her and just throwing her in as a side character you know? could be could be yeah
2: I, so. I i i continuously think you know the guillermo del toro like scanning you in because you're my friend and um yeah let's let's i'm gonna i kind of use you as like a a sort of in-game like sign of just loving you very much and like having you be a sort of in the game but like you, you'll be a voice by a different actor, motion captured by a different actor, but your likeness is there, which I, I I love the idea of. It's like a weird little kind of interactive love letter that he does to his like friends and people that he admires and, and his peers and and everything. So um, and I need to throw it to, I'll, I'll jump out of um, I'll jump out of Cactus Juice Addict's awesome post here quickly because this is sort of a, re- a relevant kind of post to this. We had recently a user, you saw this one, Daniele, I'm sure, the person who put together all the casting, right? yeah so uh use kid mind oh, yeah. yeah yeah user kid mind freak cast compilation death stranding so i'm going to dive into this one need to shout you out for your amazing work um number one comment is from user leafland seems like sony gave kojima enough money to run a private army after under this it's a nothing is true <laughs> 13 build his private army one more time and then under that the inevitable user yolosaurus swagus let the legend come back to life it's like i love reddit threads in that way literally literally Literal reddit threads when they sort of um, stack each other. So I will read this in honor of uh, the amazing uh, user KDMindFreak. I'll read them all out. Norman Reedus as Sam. Guillermo del Toro as unknown. Patrick Claude as unknown. Kyle Card as unknown. <laughs> Nicholas Reffin question mark um, as unknown. Uh, Diane Kruger double question mark as unknown. Um, <laughs> it's so interesting he then has just like or they or she um has a couple of uh, just like random like question marks for people who just looks like they're just on the on the you know they just doesn't know who they are so someone who looks like to me looks like Luca Besson uh, from the back you know with the, the blue t-shirt um then we have uh someone else being recorded who uh, sorry scanned in who might be Kevin Durant uh we have Grimes question mark uh possibly playing unknown. Emily O'Brien confirmed but playing unknown. Troy Baker confirmed but playing unknown. (laughs) Jordan Ver Roberts who is being going in for full Lawnmower Man in Japan which is he's being scanned in Um, and then a surprisingly tank and buff looking Hideo Kojima himself being scanned in as unknown or if you want to look at it this way the sort of grasping one who uh, is like almost an easter egg in the um, third trailer. Uh, Then we have uh, to round it all off the amazing Mads Mikkelsen the national treasure of Denmark. So that is our hypothetical confirmed cast of which there are only t- 3 <laughs> actually confirmed which is fantastic to think about. But uh I'll throw it around. So uh Mitchell what did you think of um a uh, user kid mind freaks amazing cast compilation post?
3: I love all the question marks. Like, oh, <laughs> I know right.
2: <laughs> it's great. So much fun. I love it.
3: Kojima will see with the sandwiches. That's going to be in the next game.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and what do you think, Daniele?
6: Well, yeah, um, I, I, I love I love people posting um, so so precisely. Yeah. uh this is fantastic, and we so love. Yeah um no i'm
2: not hearing anything mitchell are you are you getting anything from hey, hey. daniela it's like super choppy daniela yeah. sorry yeah. to interrupt do you hear me i hear you now oh, yeah. you were just now, like breakdancing yeah, we... with a cyborg just then like can you just stop breakdancing with cyborgs and actually talk on the damn yes. podcast
3: <laughs> every jerk, your
2: every like, like this. It was like, it was like, like it was like, it was fantastic. Sorry. I love, no, it was great. It's not your fault. It's not your fucking fault, is it? Stop fucking apologizing. I love you, man. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. Um, all
6: right. So yeah, I said, um, I love how people are freaking out about this game so much, even yeah. before it comes out. Yeah, dude. I, mean, I dare you all to name me another game for which people freaked out so much only after seeing like teasers
2: i know it's Uh, great other than
6: that stranding
2: nothing nothing comes close um there was a topic i actually go um uh uh, uh, mitchell
3: silent hills that had a lot of press over it oh which one that was silent hills oh silent (laughs) of course
2: of course of course um silent hills was a drop in the ocean compared to the gigantic hokusai wave that is death stranding Uh, let's just be honest let's be honest Um, um, uh, Daniela we had a subject uh, I totally agree with you Um, Mitchell like there was so much with Silent Hills and it's so great to see that being carried into uh, and in a way you know getting what was the intention with Silent Hills of that collaboration and no one put it better than Norman Reedus himself on the game awards stage like no one's going to stop us this time so Um, but uh, yeah so Daniela we had a subject earlier about like hey just take as long as you need there was someone uh, i mentioned it you'll hear it earlier later in the episode when you like hear back it um hear back listen back to it rather um is the um, user said that uh, you know what no, i'm not in a rush uh, to have this thing you know come out in 2018 even 2019 like take its time and i agree uh, like i'm i would obviously be happy to have maybe a 2018 release date i don't think it's going to happen but like the idea is is that this is launching off like beautiful discussions multifaceted Uh, it is um galvanizing people to uh, like engage in these themes of literally like stranding things together like connection again so much of the premise of just stranding lends itself to this connectivity to this interfacing and like communicating with each other which is terrific and um i see it in a weird sort of meta way with what norman reader said about like the re-establishing of connection like that's already happening with the game you know the game's already begun and just saying i don't know again get ready for that I hope you're both sitting down but Kojima said game's already begun Norman has said oh it's about that physical connection what have we been doing guys we've been connecting and what have we essentially like Loki especially it's really great to have Daniele on this particular kind of mic drop I'm about to do <laughs> of us saying that we're going to hang out in person like that's the re-establishing a physical connection like we're actually already doing that because it's already going to happen like 2018 oh sorry 2019 like it's We've already established that just from the virtue of us doing this podcast. Like, How fucking cool is that?
6: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is fantastic. I mean, I mean um, we don't know when the game is going to come out.
2: But it's coming out in September 2019. It is. Come <laughs> on. No. Go, go
6: Daniela, go. Yeah, I think 2019, because we have to um, think about uh, Sony's release dates. I mean, they have a lot of stuff releasing in 2018 mm-hmm. um so it's a pretty busy year i don't think they'll uh, throw that stranding in december or november this year because it's been really a busy year it mm. will be a pretty busy year yeah. um so even if the game is completed i think they might hold it off
2: mm interesting that um, could that could be a thing that could be a thing with wanting to maybe organize uh different you know sometimes films do this with how like how they want to roll the thing out in particular I fully expect to see like the big billboards the things on the side of buildings and um you know like artwork and stuff and then again app based fourth wall breaking awesomeness on the p s store and on apps and stuff and um like i I expect fully to go into a r g and everything like a bridges a r g site a porter site maybe even a black hole site. So they're gonna go mm-hmm. all out. But uh, what do you think uh, on what a uh, really good point then, um Daniela, thank you. Um what do you think uh, of what Danielle raised, Mitchell?
3: I mean, I, Sony's all their games are like in the first half of twenty seventeen. Hmm. I mean, what's what's the only I mean sorry, twenty eighteen.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. What, what games are coming out like holiday, fall, twenty eighteen this that's year? True. I don't think Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm and yes, and Spider-Man. nothing we've heard nothing about days gone, you know, um, and uh, no, they said
3: that it's gonna come out in this in sometime in the first half of twenty eighteen of twenty nineteen so, no, oh, oh oh really twenty eighteen
2: interesting, okay,
3: yeah, it's gonna come out like you know like they're like in the magazine from Sony. it's like, yeah, games coming out and. Early 2018, yeah. and so Days Gone along that's with
2: right. uh, the trick to become human. And we have a Red Dead Result. Redemption um, on, in October, I believe. Yeah, so, but that's not an exclusive. Yeah, that's true. Not an exclusive. Very yeah, interesting. It's, it's like not an exclusive,
6: the... but they consider it. I mean, they consider these things yeah. when they have to plan release dates. Yes. Um, yeah. And about Days Gone, I don't think it's going to be in the first half of this year because they would have started uh, marketing it a lot more by mm. now. Okay. Um, I think it's summer. Yeah, summer or uh, most likely fall, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. Because uh, they're going to release a new trailer at the E3, probably with a release date. Oh, I think
2: uh, so. Uh, oh, Daniele, when we're doing bingo, I gotta disagree with... I think we're going to get gameplay, but no release date, dude. We're going to get maybe a release year. Uh, do you reckon? I so. uh, do you reckon? I, no, Daniela, be honest. Bye. How do you say be honest? How do you, how do you say be honest in Italian? Um, Facciamo onesti? Say... Is that what you're saying? <laughs> siamo onesti. Siamo onesti qua. Come on. Like, can you really see later this year for Kojima to be like, oh yeah, Death Stranding is coming out on September 19th,
6: 2019. This Tuesday. <laughs> Welcome to Interesting Lasses 3 special episode. Yeah, exactly. Italian lessons
2: yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, what if he's like death stranding came out two years ago and then like he disappears <laughs> off the stage and it's like holy shit and then we all wake up the next morning with memories of having already played death stranding holy shit and then we <laughs> no, look like really keep- we look you
3: the Mona Lisa. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> and then Dan Brown. Dan Brown does a live stream, and he like lifts up his mask, and it's Kojima. And then he lifts up that mask, and it's Norman Reedus. And then he lifts up that mask, and, <laughs> no, and no, it's Mads Michael. I
3: think we've already just. I think we've already, dis, we already discussed this about uh. Okay. We really sound like Kojima fans. Yeah. No, he, no, you're talking about. I don't know if I was on the podcast or not, but it's like you're talking about what the collector's edition of. Death oh yeah, that's right.
2: Point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, about how it's going to be <laughs> each collector's. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, you yeah. you, you must describe yeah. it Mitchell. Go, go, go. <laughs> it's like
3: a real life copy of a uh, Kojima, but then he like, like you, you said, like, he, like, and then he like throws up a copy of a uh, Nomaridus and then a copy of a uh, Game you know, of Toro
2: comes out of Nomaridus like, like,
3: going out and yeah. they, come, they keep coming out of each other. And then like they, the, game. and then at the end they have the baby and then they give you the disc
2: yeah. We guys play it together yeah exactly and everyone yeah and each of us gets a like a whole, mona- like, a whole group of like clones of Norman Reedus, Mads Mikkelsen uh, and like Yolo del Toro, and then like just this chain yeah. of like echoes echo, <laughs> echo echo beings you know of each other yeah. and then out of the, the the mouth of the child emerges the mini disc which then grows into the disc of Death Stranding yeah it's gonna happen yeah just you wait and see yeah, yeah we'll uh, imagine that yeah. kind of fucking unboxing that's a traumatizing unboxing to to say the least um fantastic what's
3: up youtube, <laughs>
2: what's up, YouTube? smash that like button look it's going to be a traumatic uh lynchian experience your brains are going to break i don't think i'll manage the rest of this uh unboxing with my brain intact we're going to die um but here's the thing so we've got this uh collected edition death stranding okay i'm hitting I'm, I'm opening it up okay i'm a singularity now okay bye guys smash the like button i'm dead <laughs> all right that's gonna happen nice. Fantastic. Okay, let's crack on. (laughs) um, (laughs) I gotta
6: mention something before I forget. Yeah. Um, On Reddit, user StrandedCorey, who really appreciated our episode.
2: Yeah, he submitted our. He submitted a um a a voicemail to us this episode, Daniela. So I'm going to be playing that later. How cool is that?
6: Fantastic, coolest thing
5: ever
6: they keep come up
2: so nothing I'm getting nothing buddy it's all choppy yeah. I, I hate to say yeah. this You. I'm sure you hate me Daniela but oh, it's yeah. not your fault yeah I know that's okay <laughs> just like your last sentence just say it again and maybe like walk around the room or something
6: okay wait um, yeah you're perfect now I, okay
4: Yep, go for it. I'm
6: stranded Corey.
4: Yep, stranded Corey. Yep.
6: Um, yeah. he said um, he loves my jokes and he hopes they keep coming. So (laughs) I have an actual company that our fans (laughs) demand my jokes. So I'm sorry for you guys, but I, I gotta do it. I mean, the users want it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no, no! The, wait, without a fucking this. doubt, wait, we, we need. This. I want to read it.
2: We need. No, no. The, yeah, I, I'm. I'm remembering the comment now, Daniela. It is a like. It is a foundational pillar of this podcast that we need. Dag. Daniela. Oh, yes. Hashtag Daniela. We need it. We need Daggy Daniela all the way. <laughs> all right. We need it. We need it. Okay. Um. So while Mitchell goes to uh read uh, Strand cory's Corey's uh, little comment there, which is again, I totally agree. We need that. Like never change. You guys love you guys. Um. Hideo, okay. So Hideo. Yakuza is the next um, heading that we have from our awesome cactus juice addict in his enormous, uh, he or she or they, enormous um, rundown that they did for us, so incredible. Um, So just a simple reaction to Hideo Yakuza would make my day, (laughs) so we're doing that right now. But also his possible involvement in a cameo of a Nicholas Winding Refn sounds very interesting. I love that idea. It's a simple little heading, but we gotta yeah, um, so we have Cactus Juice Addict in the, in the comment itself in all seriousness. Could this pick be any more badass? Lol, this is great. The hashtags on the image also include Nicholas Winding Refn and Amazon. He might be making a cameo in Nicholas Winding Refn's next movie. Too old to die young the Amazon series, here's hoping. He definitely looks like he is in cameo mode, like this isn't normal an outfit for kojima he looks like he's been put in wardrobe correct daniele
6: oh yeah i mean uh we're gonna see kojima walking towards the camera with the light behind him yeah you were not the (laughs) righties yeah
2: (laughs) what do you think i asked Nani. And And then and then, and, and, yeah. then and, and then he gets in a sword fight with Tommy Wiseau. He's like, I did not hit you with a sword. I did not. <laughs> so, good. It's so good.
6: I hope this happens. I really I so hope, hope so. Alright,
2: really <laughs> <hope> so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our um Mitchell, what was your thoughts Because he wants all of our reactions, so let's indulge him. Um on this uh yeah, what do you reckon? Um you you think it could happen, uh Mitchell? Uh actual cameo for Kojiwa?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I think mean, most of these things, uh what he's about, uh, characters choose, has said on here. Yeah, seems everything seems to be accurate, accurate as uh some people say. Accurate, um, accurate. Right,
2: sorry, sorry. <laughs> My
3: sound is accurate. Like, <laughs> I, if,
2: I was just asking you a question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go go man.
3: Uh, but. They're, they're friends, and uh, they enjoy each other's work, I believe, and I mean, I wouldn't be too far off from the truth if he was in his uh, new one, Too too Old to Die Young, or whatever. Yeah. Too Young to Die it. Old, I, whatever kind of version of no, that. No, no, the is. real
2: title is To Die Old Young Too, okay? That's the actual <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs>
3: Don't dead, open inside. That's the real one. Don't dead, o- <laughs>
2: which is a phenomenal subreddit by the way listeners you need to go okay. to it it's for all those people like just like graphic designers who have no fucking clue that if you don't angle the text if you don't put it in the right sequence don't dead open inside okay that's yeah. so fucking good but yeah that's so I really didn't...
3: old people that just shut up I know old people that just write it you know they don't understand design
2: at all <laughs> that's right that's right but yeah no I no, appreciate your thoughts on that there mitchell so let us crack on On to the next heading is Vote Roberts, Death Stranding is different from everything i've seen um so just the overall topic is very interesting the way he describes what is yet to come Pfft. i also saw you already made a post about it so i'm guessing it will be discussed but just in case putting it here in the suggestion so legend let's jump into that one itself um uh so we have obviously his actual uh, sort of post there i'll read a few comments here so from user dat fat Bear says there isn't a doubt in my mind that death stranding is going to be very different from most games out there but the way i see it is to do norman is uh is i do norman and vo play a lot of video games uh to know what exactly is something we haven't seen before you know what i mean again a little bit of english issues there but i, I see what they mean is like what could he possibly mean by that do we have enough reference points that's a very valid um under that we have sage water dragon says vo robert certainly does though he's also a huge fan of kojima's work i'm sure that um that influenced how he said that, right? So then I'll go to my particular post to which um, uh, the he was referring to. So I'll just take a little bit of time before I jump onto it. Uh, Let's go. All right, so if I can bring it up here. So I'm looking, by, by the way, we're gonna discuss it very soon, the uh, duality artwork. We have an amazing comment on that one there. So I just see it there in my sort of um recent things that I have posted about. Um I s yeah the the Cartoon Network Death Stranding, which is lots of fun. Um okay, so today I watched Kojima-san direct a cutscene. I've watched hours of his cinematics and witnessing one in real life was beyond special. Death Stranding is unlike anything you've seen. Get excited. Hashtag kept you waiting, huh? So Oh. my <sighs> come on and then you see these photos of this man again he is multi-million earning he's on the he's on the world stage with making these films you know Kong Skull Island with Tom Hiddleston Brie Larson academy award winning and nominating and nominated actors and actresses um he's on the world stage with that he has been tapped to direct the metal gear film and to hear this man and to see that photo of him i show you know daniel you know the one i'm talking about where he just looks like a 5 year old with his legs crossed on the floor just like a glow with this giant smile on his face like looking at yeah. one of his like uh mentors slash um teachers and influences uh director scene what did you think of that daniel i
6: mean it was like Uh, He almost looked like he was about to burst into tears. Tears, exactly.
2: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I felt the exact same way. Yeah, go ahead, dude.
6: And uh, it was, I mean, it must have been a very uh, nice uh, scene, the scene shooting.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Do you think it could have had uh, Emily, possibly? in it because the right. like the like the photos being taken so close together do you reckon it could have been a scene maybe with Sam and, and Emily and uh, and um sorry Sam Norman Emily and Troy in it possibly what do you reckon
6: yeah possibly yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. mean for sure mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean it was so nice i mean it was probably one of those emotional scenes like the ones uh, in Metal Gear Solid 1 with um sniper wolf yeah uh talking to snake
4: yeah
6: but uh, a yeah. story that's and, right uh i really i really wonder how how accurate the photography is for the
2: for the game and i think it's going to be fantastic mm. um Oh my god, direction. don't even get me started. That's gonna be on another level. Uh <laughs> you know, we've we've again seen uh, tantamount to in progress decima shots um in the latest trailer. Uh you know, that's yeah. that's them not having even reached like the Gameplay level, although we, you know we know we don't know. It's it's only assumed that like even with for example God of War right now, like they are going even though the the game is almost gold, like they're going through, and this is the same thing. I can I I expect no less. It's just something that Kojima does. He cares about details. So he that's you know, reaching back to like all of his games really, but particularly like mgs2 like the individual ice cubes and all that stuff like he's very very um uh, intricate and and almost near obsessive with this kind of like detail that he'll be adding so uh like uprising everything and like it's gonna be one of the most visually stunning um experience like art experiences forget the interactive thing just like visually stunning examples of any kind of art ever i think um daniele go for it Mm -hmm.
4: yeah
6: yeah well um and that's what I. That's what I thought. I mean, I, I thought I wish I could be there. But <laughs> then again, I wish I. I wish I couldn't because uh, I want to see the game finished. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to see too many things ahead of time.
2: How sad! Like I that, said
6: many times. Exactly. I said many times that happened with uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom train People uh, yeah. had seen many of the cutscenes from the trailers.
2: Yeah, I had that spoiled for me in huge, huge ways, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, thank, thanks for that, Daniela. How about you, um, uh, Mitchell? Um, your thoughts on what, what v- v- Roberts may have seen and um, just his reaction and everything. Go for it.
3: I think it's just you know something new. It's what we've heard, but until we actually see something, I think it's just kind of shift to assume that it's just typical Kojima, you know. Yeah, you know, that's you know, fair enough. Blowing your mind with something else, something new, something interesting, a different yeah. take on something.
4: That's right. Um,
3: I like that. It's very pragmatic, more, but we need that. Yeah. Uh, concrete. You know, if we see, he's only talking about uh, a cutscene. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you think of you know books, you know they're they're considered different and new. I mean, they're good. Doesn't mean like I'm not like trying to negative connotation the writers or directors and stuff, but yeah, you no. Know, Different community it could be. This could be, you know, a My Little Pony game. We don't know.
2: <laughs> Different from everything <laughs> I've seen. It could be. It's Death Stranding Pony. It's uh, a... Cra- that's,
3: um, that's what Kojima said, you know, when he said... When Numerius was saying that... uh Kojima said that people are going to cry about this game. It's just, they're going to realize it's a My Little Pony game. It's a My Little Pony. Pony.
2: That's why they're going to cry. It's, um you know, um, Apple <laughs> Apple Applejack <laughs> is... is, is uh, Applejack is played by Mads Mickelson And, uh you know, Fluttershy is... <laughs> Fluttershy, is, is played by uh, Wait, uh you
6: know their name.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I, I've uh, I I remember doing a little dabble into it. It's very it's just. It's honestly well made, kind of uh like animation. Yeah, I can tell you right now. Uh, didn't go into the whole like brony thing, but I appreciate appreciate what they do. It's um surprisingly um high quality. Yeung out. Yeung out on that one. Let us crack on <laughs> with the next one. Um let us see cactus juice it going above and beyond we have we discussed this a bit earlier so that's why you know um because we you know earlier you know you and me mitchell so we'll throw this mostly to danielle there. diane Kruger spotted with hideo kojima a little while ago i made a post about why i think she might be involved with death stranding this makes the fantasy even more real although they could just be chillin which is just like chillin um so then we have here um on the post itself um uh, user uh, Scrumpus says this could very well just be them hanging out considering Norman and Diane have been dating recently with Norman, spending a lot of time working with Kijima right now, but I hope it's more than that, I love Diane Kruger as do I, she's awesome, this is me editorializing phenomenal actress in uh, phenomenal actor, I don't know what we're saying nowadays but yeah, phenomenal actor, uh, performer in um Troy and, and all of the work I've seen her do, you know, Into the Fade you know, uh, incredible, Um, can't wait to dive into that one when I see that um, I can find a copy of that myself, but yeah. Um, I love Diane Kruger. I would be so down with her playing a major role in Death Stranding. And under that, we have Noise Reed saying this would love for her to be involved, but I doubt it. Again, it's you know, it's, it's very much, very much um, anyone's guess at the moment. What do you think, Daniele, about Diane Kruger's possible? Like again, we have photos of her with you know Kojima uh, and and Norman. You know, uh, do you reckon she could be involved in any way, or do you think more pragmatic approach? It's just her hanging out with Norman.
6: Hard to tell,
2: yeah.
6: Right yeah. now, mm-hmm. but um, I I I'm not familiar with her or with her work. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll catch up with a few movies as I'm doing right now with Matt yeah. mm-hmm. Um just to 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 see her acting. Yeah. And, uh, so that when the game comes out, I'm not uh, right. I, I kind of know the actors better, mm-hmm. and um, I can enjoy the story more, and I can enjoy I can enjoy their acting more.
2: Yeah, um, that's the third on my to-do list. I have Grimes, I have uh, Emily O'Brien, and then uh, Diane Kruger. It's all in my sort of um, between now and next episode. I hope to have dived into some of their work for sure.
6: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know her very much, but um, yeah, I'm doing this uh, side work. Of, like I'm, I'm watching Hannibal
4: mm-hmm. uh,
6: these days, and um I'm, I'm watching some Matt Nicholson movies and. Um, I'll eventually watch uh, The Walking Dead for sure. Yeah, because I haven't seen it yet. <laughs>
2: so, yeah. There you go. Sorry. Now nah, uh, you've know. basically you see seen all of. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do a giant, just like just. A giant, like...
6: We should create interactive artistry
2: orchestra. The right yeah, vocal orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> shout out, by Ooh, the way. I know, right? Um, shout out, by the way, to the beyond ability to articulate how fucking talented and awesome this guy is, Bear McCreary. Uh, we constantly give him all the love over on god of war podcast where he's doing the music for that game uh i can't let a reference to him pass by without giving him giving him all the love he's a phenomenally fucking talented composer and ludwig love you ludwig fossil like these people are like titans to me you know these are this like slowly growing pantheon of like um uh you know uh, composers who just just they go do they have fucking do you? Do they have fucking limits? No. They do whatever the fuck they want. They do films, they do games, they do TV. These are the true artists, the people who cross into all the realms. So fucking Ben McCreary, if you're listening, anyone who knows you listening, love you, man. Fucking talented motherfucker. Love you. Awesome. Fantastic. So, I hope I wasn't interrupting anyone. Did anyone have any final thoughts before we wrap on to Cactus Juice Addict's final header?
6: No, probably I had to pass on to Mitchell about the involvement of the actress you
2: mentioned. Dan Kruger, yep, yep. Uh, Mitchell, I think you touched yeah. on it a bit earlier, but did you have any other notes uh, on Diane Kruger? Uh,
6: no,
3: Kruger? I'll, I'll just repeat what I uh, said before, because Daniela wasn't
4: there. Repeat! Sorry. Repeat!
3: I don't think she's involved. I really wish she was, but honestly, at this point, it doesn't seem like she's Involved, okay, you know, in an acting sense, uh, it seems like she's just you know with her, with her significant other, mm-hmm. her SO, yep. out on a date, meeting with his, you know, with a director, you know, yeah, that's so fine. It seems like, but who knows? It could be something more. I kind of hope it is. I can't. She, she's a great actress, and I think that if she did join, uh, uh, the cast, I think would you know. It would really benefit from her, but if she's not, I'm not going to be, you know, losing sleep. Allow over me.
2: It. Allow me to read from for you a future headline on Polygon.com: Surprise fourth trailer of Death Stranding, incorporating gameplay entirely featuring Diane Kruger as the female Ludens today. On E3, on the main stage, we witnessed a 10-minute gameplay trailer with Sam and Diane Kruger, both in Luden suits, traveling through outer space and to, like fighting enemies together. That would be an amazing gameplay reveal, do you agree? Or what do you think? Actually, we we need to segment that into its own subject, definitely. Uh, in terms of what we hope for gameplay, because we're going to dive into that as we get closer to E three. Uh, Daniela, we have only a hundred and three days left to E three. My god, my god, <laughs> that's three months. I know, I know, three months. But yeah. that's not that's that's crazy. Like again, keeping in mind that like you know, like the start of this year has screamed by. We're already in March. It's nuts. It's nuts, right? Crazy, crazy. Okay, yeah. well. I will give Um, it to the last um, heading here. We have, very simply. Oh, yeah, actually, Mitchell, do you
3: have a riff? Go riff. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, it's just a thought, like almost just like a a vision of the gameplay and release date reveal at E3. It's like the whole Sony conference just is like normal, and then they don't tell anything about Death Stranding. Yeah. And then the conference ends, and then then, dun, 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 lights turn off, they turn back on. Kojima walks on stage and oh. says, "Get you're waiting, huh?
2: Oh, no, shut then, the fuck uh, up. You motherfucker. That just 30, gave me hype right now. That just gave me hype yeah. in my bones right it now.
3: So was a uh, uh, a 20-minute uh story bit with gameplay intermixed with it. Oh, shit. 20 like a, a 16 to minutes. 20 minutes.
2: Six, oh, I think 16. Yeah, 16.
3: Yeah, Around 16, 20-ish minutes. Mm-hmm. Something between those uh, of gameplay and story reveal a normal tw- uh a normal like 10 minute trailer that we got before mm-hmm. introducing the female and like the story bits crazy or even more of like a more traditional trailer rather than the the whole cut of the of a like a scene and then uh gameplay wow. reveal of it with a release date of spring 2019 Shit, so you think an actual, I oh,
2: I think just a year. I think if there's going to be a release date this year, yeah. it's just going to be the year instead of uh, uh, either a like um, quarter of the year type thing or like season or anything. But uh, Mitchell, i got to ask, um, will Kojima reclaim Kept You Waiting, huh? Or has he completely left all ties to Metal Gear away? There's a chance that the new Kept You Waiting, huh? Is Ah uh, year, which is from uh, Norman's character. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think I'd mind either if we heard just like the same impact as what um, um, Mitchell was saying. The lights go out uh, and then they go back on and it's you just hear Norman say, oh, yeah. And it's just like, oh, fuck, here we go. Death Stranding. You know, they were just like gaslighting <laughs> us saying that nothing's going to be here. Like for the, you know, oh nothing. Sorry, they're still working on it. They're in Tokyo. Like, sorry, it's not going to be at E3. That would be nuts. You know that would be nice. We forget, we forget, you guys, um, how you know all we got out of one of the E3s recently. I can't remember um yeah oh yes it was it it was the last e3 it was like people were like where is death stranding and and all that came out of that like he has snubbed so to speak um uh, e3 before with the 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 bridges poster you know like uh he just had a chat with Bo roberts and there was just a bridges poster last e3 so he could do that again however i really think it's it's this this is the year for a death stranding e3 appearance for sure so a shout, okay, all right, are, are we good? Um, with like going into the last heading, it's it's like I love that he left this one last because it's like super endearing. But if you anyone had any other further sort of comments about all those sort of previous things we discussed of cactus juice addict before we finally like sort of sign off with that kind of final heading he has, then jump into um other subjects. Or That's are all you going right. with... to go ahead? All right. Yeah. Okay. okay okay so we have the mocap baby baby the mocap baby incubator it's just like i, sorry, I love how he ends up this is just this like <laughs> this cute this is the adorable little uh sort of um flourish at the end ah simple it's just a mocap baby incubator, and I just love that he dedicated a whole heading to this. Scrumpus says, "Wow, I'm really impressed that they built an actual prop replica for mocap performance. Most studios would just have would ha- would just have had the actors hold a ball or something. This will definitely give it a real sense of weight and physicality in cutscenes and in-game animation yeah. as well. So cool. 22 upvotes now because I just upvoted. Yeah, um, we have Leo Lambertini says, <laughs> "I have a We th- have I have a 3D printer, so I can confirm this was built with that method. The lines on the model show it." to be 3D printed layers. This is very cool indeed. They go the extra mile to give the correct feel to the actors of the items they work with instead of just imagining them. And then uh, my my boy John Nick Reddit says, when it's something that's going to be used as a prop so frequently, I think it's actually more efficient to make an accurate prop, considering it is a complex shape as well. It will make it much easier for shots of them interacting with the valves on it and moving it at weird angles. Can't imagine how long something that, that big would take with an FTM printer, says Crypt Demon, which I agree. Oh my god! Um, I don't think I'm anywhere near having a 3D printer in my house. Daniela, do you have anything like that, or do you know anyone who might who has anything like a 3D printer?
6: Uh I got a friend of mine who told me, me and this other friend, we got a 3D printer together. Oh yeah, because it's so expensive, they have to buy it together. Sub <laughs> to <try laughs> up. And, uh, Crazy. Yeah, so it, it would be interesting if I asked them to uh, lend me that printer, so I, I can borrow it to.
2: To make your own,
6: to, um, uh, like, get the stranding handcuffs and stuff. stuff.
2: Yeah. Or
6: oh, the, uh, yeah. the incubator or I whatever. Mean, cool.
2: Yeah, pretty cool. I'm
3: uh, just letting go. you know the the incubator probably took, like, almost so two to three weeks to print on its own.
2: Oh, my fucking God. Look at really? that thing.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they take forever. It they do. forever. And yeah. you get something of that quality of it, even though it's not even sanded, it takes forever. Mm. They forever would have With uh, 3D printing, yeah. it just takes, it just. Absolutely, like bigger things, they take like weeks to build, and then you have to you have to print them, and then you have to sand them, and then you have to put them together. Yeah, with like CA glue, and then you have to screw them together, and it's like it's just a huge process. It's a whole
2: process, yeah. That's it. So yeah. So shout out to the amazing cactus juice addict for that incredible, totally like out of nowhere, wasn't commissioned to do it, just out of out of their own time and and generosity of investment of theirs. Like actually. Like seriously, like thank you. That was so good. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, Cactus juice addict, legend. Um, And under that, the amazing, we have the ULT sandwich, he says, or she or they. Hi guys, I saw the fan art you uploaded the other day, Duality, and I realized something. Ever since the big reveal 2 years ago we have created so many theories and so many different interpretations of the things we have seen that you could create a dozen different games and still have material for more. It goes to show how yeah. much pe- yeah, <laughs> it goes to show how much people wanted have wanted something different. Also since you have nearly finished the trailer breakdowns, do you guys consider doing an analysis video of sorts of shorts afterwards? Uh, I mean, you have good points and theories, but they are split into eight to nine parts. A video collecting them all into one would be great. This is actually exactly the plan, Yalty Sandwich, I will reveal here um, for our devoted listeners who have tuned in to uh, almost two and a th- two and a half hours of what will probably be, again, jump off any time, you guys. I have so much to get through, but again, I love having you guys on the show, Mitchell and Daniel nail it totally totally don't take for granted no part of you is ever obligated to do this really appreciate it um gonna dive into even more stuff down the line with this we even have the breakdown speaking of breakdowns with this um, the uh, sixth uh, threading the strands you know breaking down the sixth minute of the trailer Uh, but I figured I'd announce it here I am in um, cahoots slash I am in talks with a good friend of mine he uh, and I went to film school together um, and he will be providing our kind of video content so I'll be speaking with him on Thursday Um, that's why I have sort of cleared away Thursday on the schedule I posted to you guys on the skype So that i can dedicate time to just like speaking with him riffing he's going to help me uh, film some stuff hence the haircut by the way (laughs) i I think i mentioned that um making myself presentable for like a patreon video and then um to have yeah it's pretty good so we're gonna actually get some video content happening for the youtube channel which will be really good you know, we need someone with his know-how um, and his editing and everything, so to join the team and uh, just take us to yeah the next level, so to speak, with that. So we're gonna have some Peter gonna riff about how things to take like how things will take shape and what what we want to see created, and uh, maybe I'll throw. It- couple polls up about what people want to see first whether or not it's like stuff like as ULT sandwich says here we just want sort of video elements with the YouTube that's definitely the plan Um, and yeah so also we'll consider this to be um, to our community anyone listening anyone who wants to get involved with us um, in terms of uh, video editing or like create creating stuff along the lines of um, you know just stuff that you know just has those just stuff that's put together in After Effects or whatever, like um, you know, trailer analyses, zooming effects, that kind of thing. Um, we can provide, obviously, the audio um, and then some of the video stuff that I'll do with my friend who will be helping us out that if we want to do kind of any sort of lighting-based stuff where we sort of do segments and cut away to analyses and stuff like that, please definitely get in touch, direct message me on Reddit or just send through an email to deathstrandingpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to have you on the team and to speak with you about what you may be able to help us with on the video side. So, uh Daniela and Nichol, you guys stoked to actually start getting some video stuff happening on the YouTube and stuff?
6: Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The the greatest the greatest news about all this is that you're getting pizza with your friends. Uh, ah, thank that you. That's yes.
2: Really that's amazing. a real Italian right there. Yes. See, all this time, listeners, he was waiting. Daniele was in the wings, being like, I just need to, I gotta get my Italian-ness right here, right now, rock it, and just show how fucking happy. Like, fuck the Sleepless Death Stranding. It's, things, about, thinking about this. it's about that <laughs> Napoletana. It's about that Quattro Stagioni. All right. <laughs> all right. You need that spaghetti. <laughs> Sorry, <those accents>. that... <laughs> Sorry, I just said spaghetti, which is from Jim and I. I'm, I'm gonna I say
6: saying? it in a Death Stranding fashion.
2: Oh, see. If I am disciplined enough with the edit, I will now cut away to the massage, (laughs) the mas, the pizza massage place from Tim and Eric. You guys know about this. mitchell mitchell it is a massage parlor you go to where they basically it's this segment it's like oh you're doing a you get a nice and deeper massage and that is a nicer massage and they treat you like as this giant piece of dough and they like sprinkle like cheese on you and like they massage you but they pretend you're a pizza and it's like a massage a pizza massage
1: (laughs) pizza massage
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm gonna put i'll post it later choose going give you a piece of massage and get nicer. get a lesson let it all out get it all loose and happy yeah uh, you know yep. oh my god guys we need to stay on topic but i fucking i fucking <laughs> regret nothing uh daniela you failed at your job again keeping me wrangled in uh you don't you don't get paid this week you're not getting any food this week
6: I, I need to make jokes. That that's my only <laughs> I
5: know,
6: work. I here. Please don't no, <laughs> fucking
2: never fucking change. Also, um, to uh, my upcoming sir, so, uh, um, co-host on Shadow Dome podcast here, uh, uh, the Portuguese, um, what's something? What's a p word that is like an endearing uh, the the Portuguese perfection, uh, Mister Sir Rico, who will be co-hosting the Shadow Dome podcast, buddy i i really like i impress upon you we go all the way into like deep symbology discussing like the merits the true like earnest that's the core of our podcast like the merits of this medium elevating it um exploring its like legitimacy as an art form absolutely but i need to fucking get my tim and eric in there i need to Mm -hmm. so don't be surprised if uh, the shadow dome goes along the same lines but uh, i dig it yeah come on like mitchell you gotta you gotta loosen up like come on if we were all super dry and academic like i wouldn't want to listen to a show like that right <laughs> right mitchell is dead uh mitchell's gone <laughs> <laughs>
6: you killed him with your words i did uh, well, no, like,
3: honest, i'm so nervous of like trying to make a like a joke but then like across the wrong way and then everyone hating me and the then, fuck like, no dude
6: you've been on it podcast.
2: you've been on it hey what everyone the fuck hates
6: it? me you don't,
2: you're yeah. in good company. Yeah, pretty. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people wouldn't like when I go into my walk and you know gotta, gotta wow. be honest. Wow, now nah, fuck it, man. Like just do whatever. Just Kojima. Do, Kojima, I'm so impressed. You know, I'd love to be a part of your new interactive <laughs> experience. Okay, all right, enough <laughs> shit. Hey, wait. you
3: should call the Reddit
2: out. Call it
3: interactive
2: audience uh, yeah that. could be could be speaking of interactive audience daniele have you my friend heard yeah. um stranded cory's email or rather sorry the um audio that he sent in have you heard that yet
6: no i haven't because That's okay. i've been really busy at work so uh that's okay. It's going to be a first time for me too.
2: Yeah. Well, I will jump into that very soon. But what I want to do before I do, because we're going to use um uh uh stranded Quarry's, um the very first, by the way, listeners, our um our very first voicemail in our regular from now on voicemail section, which we hope to get. Yeah. You know no expectation but from you know stranded quarry to anyone who you know eventually when we play it um who wants to be featured on please do send that through to you know mp3 files to um, Death Stranding Podcast at gmail.com. before we jump into that though let me quickly wrap up with the duality artwork which i need to dive into both this and one other post then we're good to go into threading the strands fantastic so a ULT sandwich continues since you have nearly finished the trailer breakdowns, you guys consider doing video? Yes, we do, uh, da da da, da, da. Um, So for the Titan, basically because I say da-da-da-da because da, 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 we read early, earlier, um, a video collecting them all into one would be great. That's exactly the plan. So for the Titan, my theory is that it is not what Sam sees to explain. If you look at Lovecraft's work, you can see several examples of creatures screwing with human perception and sanity. Many things are either invisible or twisted beyond recognition simply because the human brain cannot comprehend what it is seeing. So what if the appearance of the titan is the closest the mind um, Sam can have to understand it? I completely agree with this, by the way. Um, Editorializing. Um, As for the explosion, I have a theory on that. To put it plainly, with a comparison, the titan is the ovum and the gun guy is the sperm cell fucking love this the exploration uh, the explosion is the result of the birth i I mean the entire theme of the game and role revolves around life death and rebirth better yet the titan is the womb and that's the reason gun guy tries to commit suicide holy shit unwilling sperm this is fucking nightmarish and i fucking love it um that's all for me i hope you have a fun recording hell yeah love you ulty sandwich daniela you chuckling bastard what did you think (laughs) (laughs)
6: I'm <laughs> now Doesn't thinking that, that the whole, the whole third trailer was a porn scene.
2: It was a porn. It was a porno. It was a porno. <laughs> is my fucking Australian accent? Oh My God, this strategy is such a porno. No, um, no, nah, nah, fuck. That's that's insane. But there is no, there is um now that I, I can't unsee it now because of what is that explosion An explosion erupts out into this circular shape um oh. and and birth you know again we see the singular, single tiny little again by the time he's that far away from the camera poor patrick does kind of resemble like just like that's when you draw a sort of human body far enough into into a camera it starts to look essentially like like um uh, like a, yeah like a sperm cell uh, or like whatever like a cell with a flagella like whatever anything that has like a tail because we sort of revert again the further away you can draw into all kinds of philosophical stuff about that again the further something away is from us the more primitive it looks The it starts to resemble a cell more uh, or a single cell organism or a simpler organism because like the distance actually blurs the distinguishing features of arms and legs so there you go read into that what you will write an essay paper about that maybe i will one day who knows or a thesis um but yeah, yeah. Like I find that intriguing. Um, I like the porn angle. That's that's important, Daniela. But what what other angles did you like? Yeah, I like the porn angle. <laughs> it's great. It's 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 open minded. Um, but wh- any other on a plate now? Yes, and please it do. On my wall, please do. I'll to, sir. Yes. So, I like the porn. angle I like the porn angle. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but any other angles on that, Daniele? <laughs> uh, on the uh, the 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 notion of it being almost like a metaphor for like impregnation.
6: Well, it would be a metaphor for life.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh,
6: and this is what this game is about. Yep. Death and life and rebirth That's right. and uh, all these topics. I mean, it it makes sense.
4: Absolutely. Uh, Mitchell, for that one?
3: Uh, hmm.
4: Just, of, and, yeah, just of
3: the thoughts now about
2: the uh, subject. Yeah, yeah. Just the you idea know. of essentially Patrick being. I'm going to jump into this into the. Um, uh, we're going to um, read the next thing about uh, the sort of duality artwork. Then I'm going to throw it to um, Stranded Corey in his in his email. Which, oh, which, by the way, I'll be playing for you guys. So it's like you'll you'll both hear it. Um, but just the idea that like it's like Patrick is being used to seed the explosion. What is your thoughts on that? Yeah.
3: I think that it's like a, almost like a life.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, maybe, you know, an explosion that gave rise to life as we know it. Yeah. You know. Hmm. So, I don't know, it's it's uh a unique stance on the issue, a unique angle from it that I uh honestly didn't think of. Yeah. If I'm being really honest. Yeah, that's totally uh, cool. That's cool. So it's a lot of a...
2: I bet you something, Mitchell. Um, after good I good. play Stranded Corey's thing, you're going to have a lot to say. And I want to get Daniel's thing on that because he touches on this exactly. So I'll play that shortly. Um, and the last uh, comment that I'll read out again, listeners, it was a big week. It was a big week, big, big week in a bit, as I say, um, of just like Death Stranding activity, both on the Reddit, in the news, and everything with Kojima, um, everything. So it's been very, very fruitful. So um, the last Reddit readout I will do. Um, is from user Luca Beats on the post that I made uh, two days ago. Uh, duality art by Dandy Angelica Vannini on DeviantArt. Beautiful tarot-inspired um, duality kind of esque picture of Sam and Mads' character. Um, opposite ends of each other's kind of the spectrum. Maybe even light and dark, but again, we're going far more into the grey with this. Um, they definitely have uh they don't neither of them scream uh, either overtly evil or overtly um benign so the comment is um, i love the number one comment is from secret fred wow this is incredible absolutely I agree with you secret fred um underneath that we have the one that i wanted to share so user luca beats as we can see in this diagram, the thumb is known as Venus, the index finger, Jupiter, the middle finger, Saturn, the ring finger, Apollo, the little finger, Mercury. We can use our understanding of the Roman gods to understand why Christians use this particular hand gesture. I suppose the irony here is that we are using paganism to explain Christianity. This interpretation is correct if this hand map is older than when Christianity started using the sign of benediction, which is the sign that um Mads gives. It's very... It's it's very much that sign, okay? Uh, that's me editorializing. Notice the fingers used for this hand gesture and notice the hand that is being used. The right hand. It is always the right hand. Why? I hear you ask. The ancient Greeks were particularly superstitious of the left hand and generally anything that, uh, that happened on that left side. Brackets. For me, it's because sinistro, which is the Italian word for left, is you can just see it there in the word sinister again the left hand uh you know it's the the sinister hand it's the the devil's hand that's why people were encouraged to write with the right hand that's why it is called the right hand which you write with because it's the correct hand so close brackets why i hear you ask ancient greeks left particularly superstitious left hand generally anything on the left side this spread throughout the roman empire as the romans borrowed heavily from the greeks for their culture the left hand bias came with this that is why we are we right, ra- ra- exactly. From left to right, when we are correct, we are right. Our sense of linear time is from the left to the right. The right is in the future. It is part of our cultural heritage as a sign of progress. The left is in the past. It is backwards and underdeveloped. This is why the right hand is used and why when giving benediction, it is from the left to right with the right hand. If Because it symbolizes progression. If we look at the hand of benediction, we find that three digits are pointing up. They are pointing towards heaven, to God, and symbolize the divine trinity. The tallest of the three fingers is the middle one, Saturn. If we understand the Roman mythology is based on Greek mythology, we know that Kronos, which is Saturn, is the creator of the Titans, the old Greek gods, who is the father of the second generation of Greek gods. Cronus and Gaia gave birth to Zeus. Jupiter, who is the son of Saturn, Aphrodite, um, Aphrodite, Venus, symbolizes the divine feminine, as she is represented by the thumb, which is lowered down on the hand, and is unlike the other four fingers of the hand. By placing all the clues together, we understand the hand of benediction like this. The father Saturn, the middle finger, represents the father. His son Jupiter, the index finger, represents the son and the Holy Spirit is Venus, which is the divine female, as two becomes three, and the child, the index finger, is between the father, the tallest and the highest finger, and the mother, the lowest finger on the hand, the father being the father sky, and the mother, Venus, being the mother earth, and in between them both is their son, Jesus, in this case, of the hand of benediction. This hand represents the name of Jesus Christ. In Greek, it is spelt can't really say that. Written as in like it's I can't really know how to pronounce that. Uh, Written using the English alphabet we get again don't really know how to pronounce that. The first letter and the last letter of each word from left to right is written as ICXC. This is known as the Christogram and is the abbreviated form of Jesus Christ. In the picture above we get each letter symbolized by the each finger. Jupiter index finger is pointing up representing I. The middle finger curved to represent C, Apollo, and Venus. The thumb and ring finger joined together to form an X. Now, I'll just jump in here quickly guys. This is building towards something to do with the hazard palm which not, which can sometimes re- resemble a cruciform kind of shape. So, I just wanted to let you guys know where this is going. This could represent the joining of heaven and earth, the meeting of father sky and mother earth. The little finger, mercury represents another sea. In iconography and in numerous paintings, sculptures and windows, Jesus will use this hand gesture and basically it means his name, Jesus Christ. So, the next thing I'm gonna to add to this, as to sort of finally tie it off, is a message I received from Stranded Corey, I believe. Um actually no, it was from Yulti Sandwich. Hey Albert, I was rewatching the third trailer and I found this. I don't know if anyone has said it or has seen it before, but doesn't the hazard palm look eerily like a crucifix here? So I jump into the imger that he sent me. And it is at let me see if I can quickly jump in quickly. Yeah, at five minutes and twenty-four. A shape in the sky, detached from any like mechanism, immediately resembles both a cruciform and a hazard palm. This is spooky as all fuck. Guys, have you... <laughs> it's not the minute we're up to, although it kind of technically is because we're going into the six minutes. So yeah, actually, no, it is five minutes and 24. So when we're doing Threading the Strands, make sure you notice this listeners and Daniela and, and Mitchell because this deep dive that these two users have done Is going somewhere this is fucking phenomenal phenomenal work on like cruciforms and symbolism of hand gestures all of this it's fucking phenomenal so amazing amazing like actual applause to both of these people for doing this so thank you so much so I need to do a quick round table I know it's like I went long on that one but Mitchell, what did you think of all of these connections that were made with the specific um hand gesture and like the positioning of the hands and the symbolism in Greek and um Roman mythology?
3: I think the hand gesture of like Jesus Christ and stuff and yeah. uh more Christian Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be more uh I feel like that's gonna be is more accurate than the uh the Greek uh mm-hmm. hands simply because I think that it might be, I, I like, I, I don't, I think it's really well written. And, uh, we brings been to a lot of fair points, but I think it, I might've been gone a little too far with it. I don't, Mhm. it's
2: fine. That's right. Uh,
3: Kojima like going that far and deep into his works. I, I know his works are very deep and very philosophical and had lots of references, but, um, I feel like he's going to go more onto the, uh, Ground approach mm-hmm. to a storytelling, uh, like to make it more accessible to a wider audience.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And and here's the thing. So again, Daniela, are you okay? Because I just like read a whole bunch of stuff. What did you think of all that, Daniela?
6: Well, um, you know that uh, other than being an expert Joker, I also have a degree in theology, so I mm-hmm. pretty know pretty much about this stuff. Yeah, and me too. I love The, the guy's symbolism. done yeah. his homework. Yeah, I and mean, he 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 really researched a lot, and he's right. I mean, it, it, the things he said are correct. I mean, you can rely on that. Mm. Um, I don't know, like Mitchell, I don't know if uh, Kojima means to show all of this. Yeah, I know, I know, in his trailer. Yeah, but uh, but it's interesting. I mean, um, maybe uh, it's even. Even though maybe it's unintentional, it's interesting that he came up with that, yeah, um really interesting, um yeah, kudos yeah. to this guy for his research and absolutely
2: really, absolutely fantastic, and to say there because I need to obviously um give credit to their usernames again so that they are never forgotten in the annals of like death stranding podcast, right, so we have on that post for the um for the duality. We have uh user Luca Beats, so show them lots of love. L U C A B E A T S. That's amazing amounts of work and we have that corroborated by our in house um so you said philosophy degree, right? Uh Daniela, that you have?
6: theology theology and theology philosophy.
2: theology, absolutely um i myself have a great no obviously degree in it but i always i have a very abiding passion for that um symbolism um ontology uh theology yeah um i was symbol uh, yeah it's very much sort of my purview it's what like kind of very much a part of like who i am um uh, in, investing and in diving into the sort of deeper, deeper symbolism of these things in fact it's sort of the the sort of beating heart of interactive artistry is to approach this material from this um multifaceted view and that was a beautifully exhaustive uh, deep dive into that one uh, and comprehensive which we and thorough we really really appreciate that um so that was that awesome individual there and then we had uh if i'm not mistaken um the other person who jumped in there with um Oh gosh! I'm losing track guys help me who is the person I just read from the other person do 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 mm. I'm, I'm oh yeah sorry uh, it's u l t sandwich u l t sandwich oh. u l t sandwich for posting that picture um of the cruciform, which again we're about to jump into right after stranded Corey's um message, which i'll play pretty much in the next minute or so we're gonna dive into um threading the strands part six. Okay, so, are you guys ready? I'm about to play the, um, the, the. I'm actually going to try, uh, Mitchell, believe in me, because I'm going to try and play it through the system again, otherwise I'll play it off of my phone. Okay? Okay. Okay, so I'll just,
4: let's go. To take you guys for... Can, you Can you hear that?
6: that? Yeah, uh, very low volume, though. <laughs> All right.
4: And can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. How crazy does that sound? It's like an echo. Ha 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 ha. Ha oh, ha oh, ha oh. ha. Right. That's not What's coming not through, happening? is it?
2: No. All right. Never mind. I'm going to play it off my phone. Screw it, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, um, to all listeners still, obviously with us (laughs) either who haven't died or who haven't turned the podcast off we would love um to have you yeah chime in if you if you know want to help us with any of this kind of audio stuff we're more than more than happy to have anyone sort of jump in with sort of any thoughts of how to kind of incorporate listening to you know podcast live and stuff because i'm just going to play it through my phone and like cleverly edit things so this is probably going to end up in a blooper this is going to be a motherfucker of an edit guys it's going to be so good because danielle because again Why did you on the show? I am gonna have to crop every single time you talk out of the uh, combi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm really sorry. (laughs) This is everyone gets one of these. Is the idea that like you you weren't to know, because we're just transitioning into this. But I need I wanted you on the show, man. So it's no it's no big deal for me. I just like lay back, it's whatever. Like I've 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 done edits that have lasted like nine hours. It's fine. It's uh it's just something like I put some music on or whatever. So um obviously not I can't listen to it all the time because I'm obviously listening to the edit. But um no I think it's been pretty good. We'll keep it pretty clean and um there'll be three mp mp3s that I'll drag. I'll drag, uh, Mitchell's pure kind of his track. Um, and then I'll drag mine which is just pure track just my end and his end sort of weaving together and then when you've jumped in I will jump in I will drag the third mp3 which is like the it's the track with all three of us which I, I've been using previously and then I'll just crap uh, I'll, oh my god I'm so tired I will just crop all of Dunya. I'll just crap I'm just gonna fucking take a dump right there okay and that will be my legacy that will be my legacy in this world. <laughs>
6: organic legacy.
2: My organic legacy. Right? So you get that? <laughs> you listening? <laughs> right. Alright. Okay, I'm playing it now. Fucking okay. so no, it's good it's fine, but don't worry about it, man. Don't feel bad. Uh you want to know. And I wanted you on the show, man. It's all good. But, um, yeah, from from now on, essentially, so this is going to be kind of one of the last podca- the last death stranding podcast that we use, the combi track, which is the one that I've been using for all the 18, uh, 17 episodes we've been using, which is the main Skype recorder track. And then down the line, maybe like three or four episodes down the line for each of the podcasts, I want everyone to just like record their own tracks. And it's going to be so, It's going to sound so sexy. It's going to sound so sexy because it's everyone's tracks and recorded, recorded individually. Right, so I'm just going to play this. Um, so you, uh, just to confirm again, Daniela, you have not heard um, Stranded Quarry? I don't. I didn't. Yeah. Also, Mitchell, if it, if you're tired, go to bed, man. Uh, me and
4: Daniela can take it from here.
2: I think he has fallen asleep. Yeah, that's it. All right. Okay, oh, hello. Yeah, hello. I was going I'm, to say, uh, M- Mitchell. You, mic was
3: muted. That's okay,
2: Mitchell. I'm seriously like, I don't know if this is like an extension of like, I just like, I'm I'm a tattooed grandma. Like, I care about my 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 peeps. Um, go to sleep, dude. I I it's fucking like 4 a.m. there. Like, it's all good. Like, Daniela and I can Bad. take it from here. You good? Bad. Okay. Holy Fine. shit, this guy's no, a fucking. Daniela, do you remember when we were younger and we could stay up like these fucking young people nowadays? This is this is some dedication. It's fucking <laughs> above and all the fucking way beyond, right? You get that? Yeah. I'm angrily supportive. I'm like aggressively like happy that this guy is like helping us out, fucking Mitchell legend. Right, so where's my fucking MP3? Where's my MP3? Just looking on the cause I'm actually gonna play it straight into the mic, so um mm-hmm. uh, okay.
1: What's up, Death Stranding Podcast? This is user stranded, Corey here. Wanted to take you guys up on your offer uh, to give you a little bit of insight into my thoughts on the handhead titan and the feeder, uh, which is the creature who we see above the water in purgatory feeding on um, that poor soul that floats above the water surface. Um, I broke down my thoughts on both of these two creatures into uh, two different categories influences and what their function might be within the game based loosely on those influences uh the handhead titan i believe could have been influenced by the hecatonseries uh not sure if i'm spelling that right or saying that right i'm probably not um but they are also called the hundred hand titans uh they were guardians of the gate of tartarus and tartarus is the abyss where souls are tormented for eternity kind of seems fitting for the overall tone of that trailer. Um, uh, Tartarus simultaneously acts as the prison for the Titans as well, and potentially other entities. Um, Yeah, and how I think that that connection might give us insight into how these beings function in the game Um, could be to essentially open the gate, um, open the gate to Tartarus or Kojima's Tartarus, you know, which may or may not be the potential home of the handhead Titan and the, and its kindred feeder. Um, but yeah, to create a black hole um, with the use of an organic life form we see in the trailer, You know, the poor character uh, that I'll call Sean get, you know, I mean, just basically reeled in to the maw of this handhead Titan, after which an explosion occurs. And at the center of the explosion, it's pretty clear to me that there's some kind of singularity there, Um, something very reminiscent of an artist's rendition of what a black hole might look like. Um, you know, these, these, these Titans could potentially be capable of reducing a living being to the necessary mass in order to form a black hole. Um, you know, based on the Schwarzschild, uh, radius, which is an equation that Norman Reedus, Norman Reedus' character Sam is equipped with in trailer one. Um, you know, and the black hole might, act as either the gate or the key to the gate, um, or other dimension where the handhead titan and the feeder are from, potentially. Um, and I, you know, and I, and I kind of believe that purgatory might act as a membrane between, you know, that world and ours. Um, and and that it also might be the bulk of the black hole. Um, I mean either I'd be happy with either one of those explanations. Um interesting connection though, in trailer two, Mad's character's rifle has the word black hole um either etched or engraved into his weapon. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure if that's a physical representation of the you know, lovecraftian like handhead titan in our world. It's it's you know, it's 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 his weapon you know and it's being symbolized as such an our reality as a, as a as a rifle um not sure that's kind of a loose one but i did find that interesting um i've also read somewhere that black hole could be a competing company to bridges and uh and speculatively uh, porter um and that's that's pretty interesting too um that's all i have for the handhead titan and uh, and its influences and functions, possibly in the world. Uh, the feeder was a little bit harder to track down. Um, I did find some Egyptian mythology that kind of went in line with it. Um, the creature Amhe, well, the god Amhe, devourer of millions, eater of eternity, and Ammit, the beast who ate unjust souls after they were weighed during the weighing of the heart ceremony by Anubis against the feather of an ostrich or ma'at, which I believe is synonymous with truth. And if the soul was heavier than the feather, you know, you were in trouble. Um, Believe you were ushered into the underworld. Um, I found that kind of interesting with how purgatory worked and how there were some souls floating towards the surface and some that were remaining on the bottom, um, it's kind of flipping that concept on its ass in that, you know, the Sam staying actually on the bottom, being a heavier entity and not floating towards the surface, seemingly allowed him to return back to his dimension, assumedly through the connection of the baby. Um, but at this point, that is speculation. Um, one other influence that really hit home for me for the feeder was the uh, Lovecraftian creature, uh, Shoggoth. Shoggoth possessed no true shape and could manifest many limbs. Pretty much, you know, sounds like he could do what he wanted with his body, or it could do what it wanted with its body. Uh, But an interesting note on that creature is it's very versatile in water. Um, When I read that, I kind of thought back to... How that creature, although being above the water surface, looked as though it was swimming um, rather than flying. Um, I think potentially it's 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 in water, and we're just looking, you know, f- from a really f- screwed perspective in purgatory. Um, I also noticed that it had a tail. I mean, out of all the chaos of that thing's body, all these appendages and limbs and whatnot, it clearly had a a, a tail, a, a tail that looked like a whale tail or a porpoise tail. Uh, something that a creature that could shift its shape and adapt to its environment would certainly possess if it was underwater. Um, They have a really interesting history. They were created by an ancient race um, and born into slavery. Uh, They eventually rebelled and killed their creators Um, after after with enough time, I guess, passing, they, they, they kind of started becoming sentient. It was alluded to them being almost mindless slaves at the beginning, um, and then they started developing consciousnesses later. Uh, they eventually rebelled and killed their creators. Uh, they emit a sound kind of akin to slave-like labor chanting, uh, which I believe is in an ancient language in the uh, Lovecraftian mythos. But, you know, it kind of was reminiscent to me a sound of suffering. And, uh, and I, I drew a connection to the, uh, to the whale Uh, To the whale sounds, to the whale cries that we hear every time, you know, we seemingly interact with their dimension. Um, Just an interesting note. Um, How the feeder functions in our world is a, I guess, a much better, or in the Death Stranding world is a much much harder question to answer. Um, My thoughts on it are, and this isn't based on a whole lot other than my thoughts, that it could potentially be to consume the lost souls and repurpose them for use against their enemies or prey. We see, you know, this black tar, black goo, it's very dominant in Trailer 3, and usually it's, it's affiliated with the rise of these, you know, for lack of a better word, lost souls or nameless, blacked out, you know, human figurines. Um, frantically grasping at anything, making noise or alive. Um, You know, again, it seems like they are being used, um, almost being ordered around. Um, Maybe this creature isn't consuming anything. It didn't eat that soul. It transported it um, and got it ready to be used, you know, in the battle against us or the battle against the... Characters of Death Stranding. Um, You know, kind of a sick take on manipulation, I guess. Um, Or perhaps they are consumed, the Lost Souls are consumed, and this somehow gives, you know, control over said soul's body in the physical dimension. Um, Potentially, you know, potentially, you know, rectifying how Mads can 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 control the dead. Um, yeah, uh, but those are my thoughts on the feeder. Um, I hope you guys find it interesting. I hope you guys, you know, uh, have some influences that you found as well. I'd be really curious to know your thoughts on both of these creatures and their roles in the game, what they could be used for, all of that fun stuff. Um, I did want to take the last couple minutes to talk about uh, something that was noticed this morning by my wife in trailer three um, and it applies directly to the ending of the last episode um, I believe I can't remember who but somebody was talking about um, the cross arm being the, the the most prolific figure of the five um, potentially holding the baby um, and, and you know that, that, that that's why his arms are in that are in that shape or in that form is because he's he's holding on to a baby man that's cool out of the box thinking I I hadn't put that together up to this point um I think that honestly you could be spot on there um whoever you are I'm sorry I forgot about your name in trailer three at minute 329 um and, and, and I would definitely slow down the YouTube video to about 0.50 or even 0.25 to catch a glimpse of this. Um, and again, at, at minute 329, over the character that I call Sean's right shoulder actually offset quite a bit of ways. You'll see a rock, a pointed rock in the background that's pretty large focus on the top of that rock, and after a few frames into 3 minutes and 29 seconds, our prolific fifth figure um, will appear and phase in and out of existence almost either in front of the rock or behind it. Uh, During his manifestation, uh, you can clearly see his arms positioned in what looks to be, you know, the cradled position. He looks as though he might even be holding one arm over the baby as though to shield it from what it's seeing. Um, It really kind of just, I mean, just him being there in general blew my mind. Uh, I had seen, or I've watched the trailer hundreds of times and I've seen um, all of the floating beings that have strands coming off of them. Once we slow down that video though to about 0.25, 0.50 and watch those scenes, there are a there are more than just those floating beings out there. Um there are certain points when you can see other members of the five floating out there as well. Um you know, because again they're 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 represented without the strands hanging down. Um, which I just found very interesting that those figures were were seemingly present before the explosion but in an ethereal form and then after the explosion they they seem to manifest physically above the uh, crater um i thought that was kind of odd i thought that was very weird um very strange but very cool another thing that i'd like to mention about the figure um at minute 329 is if you pay really close attention and try to pause the frames as he's, as he manifests and appears. I think you can actually see a strand or what I think is the umbilical cord of the baby. He's old holding hanging off of his, of his right arm. Um, I'd be really curious to, to, to see if you guys see this too. Um, you know, when my wife showed me, I, Almost crapped my pants. Um, Still don't know, quite frankly, what it means, but a cool discovery nonetheless. All right, guys. That's it. Uh, It's been a blast recording. Um, I really hope that we get to do more of this. um, Maybe even someday. Voice to voice. All righty, Death Stranding Podcast. I'm out.
2: Yes. Guys. I just like uh, where to begin amazing connections, all extremely like, um, uh on point you know and uh and, and and pertinent you know and and super the most important thing super intriguing that you can just like dive into and speculate upon so many great references to mythology egyptian mythology with with the speculation on the on the gestalt feeder um where to begin i'm just going to throw it to Daniela. what did you think of um Estranid Corey's uh first um voicemail which i hope is the first of many go
6: fantastic i mean uh He's seen some things. I, I mean, I've been watching the trailer many times. Hmm. and never noticed the things he mentioned. I know. Uh, I know. I think I'm gonna watch it ten times more now. Well, <laughs> uh, we're, we're yeah, about so we're so about to scrub say, through,
2: so. But yeah, go for it, buddy. What about sorry? I was just gonna say we're about to scrub through it. You know, for the um for the very very quickly we're gonna keep it very short. The sixth minute of um of the of the third trailer. But yeah, continue, Daniela.
6: Yeah, so um, yeah, amazing that uh, people are still watching the trailer. I mean, it's been three months now, and still finding clues and stuff. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say.
2: Absolutely, I dig it. What about you, Mitchell?
3: Yeah, I really like a lot of the points he brought up with uh, the Lovecraftian uh, connections, because there's there's a lot of it with all the. The serious nature of the of death stranding and uh mm-hmm. yeah and his uh last one about the, the the strand coming out the arm from the umbilical cord of the baby uh i hadn't seen that before and I the other lie. one where he pointed out with uh the the guy the one the, the middle one i posted a picture in there that i edited to contrast it i didn't like it yeah, but you can you can see in the image you can see a dark spot right next to him mm. right next to his right elbow if you, you you have the image right
4: yeah 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 yeah.
3: so you see on the right of his elbow there's a dark little thing a little strand coming off his it's
2: ridiculous right that, elbow. that is so incredible yeah, that could yeah. be the umbilical cord of, of the baby what do you think danielle
6: yeah uh, amazing i mean uh Impressive, really impressive. I never noticed that. <laughs> just um, it's that just one. a, you know what, that's, that's such a, a dense scene. Uh, a lot of things happen. So you don't have the time to watch all these details. And so they, y- y-
2: you, you kind of miss them.
6: Yeah, totally.
4: Absolutely.
2: Well, listeners, um, I figured we would jump in. Now is a better time than any. To quickly have our sort of um, interpretation, which, by the way, because we've been like again constantly referencing the trailers and taking this longer format uh, kind of uh, examine examination of them, we end up touching on things that, like you know, we don't want to obviously double up on ourselves. So we'll go over the minutes, and these latest of the sort of eight minutes that we've been doing have just been again used as a guideline for speculation. So I'll jump into the trailer now for our sixth out of eight. Um, threading the strands special kind of episode within an episode so handing it over to the next episode yeah of threading the strands awesome welcome everyone listeners to the sixth threading the strands Uh, a segment uh, of this eight-part series um, examining the third trailer of Death Stranding. Uh, I'm still joined by my amazing co-hosts with these episode within episodes that they know the drill now. We um, have these as a a sort of, um, we're going to be releasing these as their own playlist down the line. So I'll just quickly introduce, um, in case people have just jumped only to the Threading the Strands, uh, Daniele. How are you doing, Daniele? Hey, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's a, it's almost as though we weren't in the exact middle of a giant actual podcast. Yeah, buddy, how are you? It's
6: <laughs> it's a, a matryoshka. It's an episodoska.
2: Uh, yes, that's right. That's right. Um and uh Mitchell. Exception. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah, um, episode There, yeah, please go ahead, Mitchell. How are you doing? i good. Fantastic. You,
3: uh, <laughs> minute.
2: I know, I know. <laughs> I know it's pretty surreal to just jump in all the time and do that. But I think it's going to be it's going to make for a pretty cool um analysis uh, you know, uh, cuz again, you know, we go on our, on our, on all our tangents, we actually within the threading of the strands is basically on point about the actual trailer itself. So I'm sure people will uh, appreciate having that sort of eight-part um uh video kind of uh, playlist on the YouTube um for sure. So, I will jump into the trailer. Um do you guys have it queued up? fantastic yep. okay so whenever you guys are ready i will totally press play um actually Wait, where
5: we, what speed
2: okay exactly what speed indeed so i am at 503 right now i love how it remembers my place so i was gonna go if it's okay with you guys um uh on uh, let's go playback speed let's go 0.5 because 0.75 is a bit too quick so 0.5 is probably the best so just half time okay Okay. Okay. two easy and three and so at, i'm at 503 so roughly the same so starting at five uh minute five and then going to minute six and three and two and one fantastic listeners so we see uh norman sam pick up the baby the uh basically the world has started to upturn we we start seeing uh the sort of um like the the car the car in the background um sort of lift up and all the debris and all the crabs and everything and we are panning to the right to see the colossal uh handhead titan first we see its knees uh and we are seeing the umbilical cord which appears to be traveling um behind its leg initially we thought it just sort of draped in front of it but it's actually tucked it, tucked in between its, its its legs as well so it undoubtedly ends in the umbilical kind of um solar plexus area there um um, at minute 525, we see the portal open and we see unfortunate little um, uh, Patrick get totally like eaten up. A black hole erupts, not from within the uh, hand. We see it erupt. Um, within uh like actually almost on the outside of, of of the handhead titan's face um this is exactly where uh ulty sandwich said to pause um it turns out that that glimpse was actually the handhead was um was in fact uh, sam's hazard palm so not dispelling that entirely but it is still interesting that there was that definite defined cruciform there in that sort of um that moment of, of the of the explosion so that's still definitely intriguing there to think about um, 553 uh, sorry 544 we see um, Sam immersed in the uh, ocean or rather the water of the um, sort of limbo space the kind of as we've put it sort of safe space um, between worlds or in the sort of death realm or between life and death um, his uh, flesh is uh, sort of inscribed by the uh, new handprints uh, which either represent his death or the death's uh, there's, there's multiple handprints, so maybe they're both of his death and also the deaths of those maybe he was responsible for or anything like that, we'll see. And the minute ends um, as we see the first three floating bodies, um, featureless, blank, uh, black, uh, almost as, as if they've had all their kind of um, personality and anything that distinguished them as people um, and individuals um, stripped away. Uh, we end the minute at six, six, uh, zero, zero um with these three uh um figures sort of slowly floating upwards so um the and and obviously the the handhead the, and obviously the gestalt feeder is sort of up there waiting for us for next week's analysis so this was basically the Handhead Titan's big scene. This was its debut. Um, we'll keep it mostly about Handhead Titan, but we can still speculate a little bit on the um, on the feeder as well, um, because the, the the two are so closely tied together. So I will throw it to Mitchell, and then I will throw it to Daniela. I will do my take, and then we will get out of here. <laughs> so go for it, Mitchell. What are your thoughts on just deep dive as much as take as long as you like into the Handhead Titan, who it, who they are, what they are, the Lovecraftian angle. Go for it, Mitchell.
3: Yeah, it almost feels like it's not a uh not not like the floaty figures. Yeah, it's like it's almost like the the uh the 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 oil people, the underlings, or you want. To yeah, call the, them. yeah,
4: yeah, the underlings um, as you put them. Um, I feel like it's
3: almost kind of you know like a, it, it was it's deformed by the the figures you know yeah yeah. they they cut off its hands and they and they cut off its head and they replace it like almost uh greek
2: you know yeah it feels like like a punishment of some kind to have your hands cut off and everything that's what doesn't feel natural about it at, at all it feels almost nightmarish i agree with you mitchell
3: maybe maybe uh maybe they're grabbing Patrick into the palms of time, and you know whatever, or maybe that, maybe maybe another
2: thing. Who knows at this point? That's incredible. I uh, like that. Uh, I like. Let's run with that briefly. So the idea of you know Sam not being able to physically comprehend what is happening to Patrick, needing to assemble with his mind in that um, H.P. Lovecraftian way of like, what can I assemble to even pers- to even begin to collate what is happening to uh, to to, um, to Patrick? And again, in the hands of time, that that kind of thing is really interesting to think. Is like, well, how do we visualize? someone being like devoured by time uh in, in a way where you're directly experiencing it and seeing it instead of just like a flash of light what, what would that manifest in the way that it would fuck around with your with your subconscious and and, and all that so again the handhead titan could be a a figment uh, of um sam's mind kind of needing to warp itself to comprehend what's happening to patrick uh what did you think of that danielle
6: yeah, I, I mean, I still think, um, I still wonder if they're aliens. Yeah. Uh, because um, do you remember uh, the movie Arrival, 2016 mm-hmm. movie?
2: I haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't seen it. I know I should. It's almost cr- it's almost criminal that I haven't you, seen it. Yeah, I know. What's, yeah, what's, yeah, you should.
6: Well, I'll keep it spoiler free for you. But okay. that um, the aliens, as were portrayed in Arrival, they were. Um, Kind of distorting time for humans, yeah, or at least for some humans, they were distorting their perception of time. So um, that was uh, something unique, something new, Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. So uh, I, um, yeah, I I think it will be something like that. Maybe time and space will be bended to human perception. Hold on a second.
2: That's okay. Go for it, buddy. That is very interesting. What did you think of that of, of um, Daniela's uh, take on that, Mitchell?
3: Yeah, I can totally tell a lot about Arrival mm. uh, in this. Uh, the new Delno, who knows, mm. is a really, really visionary director, and he does a lot of great work. And Arrival was really, really good.
4: Yeah, uh, okay.
3: The best sci-fi of 2016. Um, And it's just like, you know, the ending was so... You know, it's like all the concepts are coming together. It's Like, uh, if Interstellar was betterly, that was uh, executed its concepts better. You know, okay. I love Interstellar; it's one of my favorite sci-fi. But honestly, the ending could have been a lot better, uh, editing-wise, to explain what's happening. Uh-huh. This one explained it uh, without making you feel too dumbed down.
4: That's you know? interesting.
3: It yeah. showed it with visuals rather than like, if what's his name try to. Uh, explain something you do use dialogue or this one be visuals and understanding uh like an epiphany with the with the characters and the wrapping around the story so i think uh you know, uh yeah that's uh, interesting uh, you know saying how this is similar to a rival mm-hmm. i think it's really really uh-, uh apt accurate
2: yeah, I dig that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um so whenever Daniel gets back we'll get his sort of final take on that but so that we can kind of crack on. Um yeah like let's see what other angles to explore um so for me um this minute particularly was um as well as sort of establishing yeah the sort of handhead titan there i've shared on the instagram about its resemblance and it's sort of evoking a little bit of the um of the the great red dragon uh, which was uh, a a pa- a series of paintings by william blake which were featured prominently in uh prominently rather in uh thomas harris's um hannibal books so again hannibal um Mads Mikkelsen so all the things are connected and and so this 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 notion of this uh overpoweringly uh like this staggering power, you know, and this is featured again. This is leaning into the the portrayal in Hannibal, where this thing has this influence, or, or rather, this self, this self-narrated influence on the main character, Francis Dolarhyde. Um, which again, just riffing off of things and just using things as platforms to maybe speculate. Um, we could be seeing um the Hanhead Titan be a personal nightmare of Sam's, like a like something that has been pursuing Sam in his unconscious, in his dream world. Um. Uh, for a long time, possibly since maybe the, the the date of the singularity happening, maybe when um like uh maybe when uh bridges sort of um did their tampering with time, if this is even what happened, it actually fucked with everyone's dreams, and it actually gave each of each person maybe a personal completely uh, um, unsurmountable and unavoidable kind of nightmare figure in their lives. So the the nightmare could be, again, a way that each of us have, maybe there's a hand-head titan for each of us, maybe we each perceive whatever, wh- whatever way, whatever shape these predators take, we, we need to kind of correlate them, that's the Lovecraftian, um, concept that uh you know the greatest the greatest mercy on us is that we can't con- we can't um uh, fully comprehend um so the contents of the universe yeah that's okay so daniel they all we were saying we were just breaking down um like that the hand had tied, and i was sort of jumping into my interpretation. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah you were saying about arrival there but i sort of jumped back into sort of lovecraft there but um before i tie it off with uh, with the minute um I'll, i want to obviously get uh, mitchell's thoughts as well but um uh, and just like just making sure that everyone's sort of a voice everything they want to say so uh um, sure. yeah were you being um was anything uh the matter uh uh daniela or is it all, all good
6: um i think it was all good uh i mean it will be something different like it was in arrival
2: yeah oh no i meant that why you took everything okay with like the house and stuff or like because you know, when you yeah. took the break away is everything okay
6: no no it's all right it's all right, everything all right. Is fine. just checking, just checking.
2: <laughs> hey, i care about you all right oh, hey, go ahead man matter. So go ahead, Daniela. Yeah, go so, ahead.
6: Um, it was, um, that, that's what makes me think about uh, this minute, makes me think about this. Uh, I mean, how will perception be distorted? Yes. And our users went on about that as well. So that's the central point, I think, of this minute. It's, that's right. Uh, what are the things that we, we are seeing? What do they mean?
2: Indeed, indeed, indeed. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, And Mitchell, um, before we jump out, uh, what were your riffs on what Daniela was just saying?
3: Yeah, I think this will be the arrival of sci-fi or the annihilation (laughs) of Blade Runner.
2: I appreciate that. Combination um, of all three.
3: Well, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's just something new, something with fresh ideas and something that will challenge the, the, not that viewer, um, the, the person playing yeah the player yeah the the player yeah it will challenge the player to think outside you know more of abc kind of storytelling as we typically watch in movies and you know Mm -hmm. it's usually what we get but i think it's going to be more complex and it's going to challenge the viewer to uh you know talk more i feel like it's gonna be more like an annihilation in that sense and you haven't seen it yet i I haven't just just Uh. trust trust me my word
2: Oh but, my god! Um, I need to see this it, film. How it. we have to wait till March here? Oh, sorry, we're in March, but we have well, to take, wait till like uh, it's out on Netflix here for us.
6: Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: mm. Well, but um, basically, um, we, uh, it's gonna challenge the viewer and make them ask questions. And you know, I went and saw it with my brother, and I went and saw it, um a few days later with my friend Isaac. Yeah. Because there was a guy in the back of my seat saying, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> on the whole, and kicking my seat because he got scared like he was oh a child or
2: wow that's interesting
3: yeah. so I, I went and watched it again with my uh, my friend Isaac and we watched it and it was it was really good it was even better than the second time wow it's a lot different it's nothing like the book but I still like it it's so interesting and it's still you know my brother me and my friend Isaac we all left with different thoughts of the movie's ending
2: that's really oh okay okay now you've like maximum intrigue I can't I wait mean, to jump in. There are like
3: things that yeah. happen, and, like oh it's this thing, He's like, no it's this thing. It wasn't like, like like f you I'm right. Or it's like more like uh, you know like like we're discussing trying to figure out you know uh, the general audience will like it you know like oh look action and look pretty pretty graphics or whatever.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But you know I think that that trending will be kind of like annihilation or just like elite questions and people asking each other like. what is What's this thing? Yeah. I think it's this theory and then it's like, ah, no, no, it can't be that theory it's this thing. But, I know. You know. I think it was Zelda fans discussing uh, timelines of Breath of the Wild. I know, right? I like, no one's like screaming at each other, but you know, there's are some like that, but you know, it's just discussion, it's like, Oh, like you know, there's hints towards this one. It's like, no. Someone's like, No, it's hints towards this one and then you know and then, like, and then someone else is like, No, it's like all three of these ones so together in the, and then it across like it creates a fan base that are passionate about the work. Hmm. and um create create a bigger sense of the world themselves I know, and, uh, and I think that's why Kojima does really well, and you know, I think you said earlier you're reading a comment that said, uh yeah, it said basically there's new theories here every week, and each one of them could be completely different on what we're wanting out of this game, just something different, yeah, I think anyone would just have me something different, and so I think that. This will leave a lot of questions, but not without any substance. It won't just be like mother, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where it's just, just a bunch of like, okay. Ooh,
2: yeah. Like, Again. You no. Know,
3: yeah. face. Yeah. I think it's gonna be uh, uh. There's gonna be questions, but there's gonna be substance to back it up. Uh,
2: And and not just done, and not just done for the sake of being non sequitur or for the sake of being cryptic, because crypticness for crypticness' Mm -hmm. sake, uh, sorry, crypticness for crypticness' sake is just and or obtuseness for obtuseness' sake or insert whatever for insert whatever's sake, always ends up just feeling just like masturbatory. Sorry to use the phrase, but just like just like. It'll look at look at how weird and obscure and strange and like other i'm being with no actual context with no actual um core kind of sensibilities to it with just again it's just you can you can describe it to maybe a je but i actually think the distinction between something like a kojima work and a, like the, the sort of darren aronofsky which he, what he did with um more so obviously with mother but i i sensed shades of it in in um, black swan which a lot of people are ready to jump straight onto the praise bandwagon for i respect the cinematography of it, I respect the concept, again in execution you need to think about what's outside of your head as the director, and Kojima has a great sense of that, he knows that he's like, say filmmakers it's important to make the, the the thing for yourself, but you need to use a language because otherwise, just like have the thought yourself, like have the dream, have the vision of it. Don't share it in film because if you're just gonna put it in terms that only you will understand, or that manner that or that means something only to you, um, that kind of sort of undermines or kind of almost contradicts the idea of you putting it into a shareable format like a motion picture. So for me, it's about needing to again you know disrespect not disrespect your audience betray your audience but respect that they you know um if if you expect them again with the whole idea of sharing it in the form of of a film or media or whatever book whatever game interactive music the idea that you'll be sharing it has the connotation and has the implication uh, of sharing it in a in a way that can be at least processed and at least uh, have the threads connect because you know, in your own head, as the director of the, or as the originer, as the originator of the idea, all of that's already pre-connected. It's already pre-there. But if you make a story exclusively from that point of view, um, you you will leave people lost, and you'll leave people, and uh, you know, as as many have expressed after Mother, it's just like, what what do I do with this? As you were saying, Mitchell. So I just wanted to build on your point there. Go for it. Yeah.
3: So. Yeah. Uh, so different from uh what's it called um different than you know mother or yeah. uh, 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 ambiguous is not the right term for it it's just uh the ambiguity for the sake of ambiguity with yeah, no rough, I, um you know uh i you always point to uh i I point to the last Jedi, yeah, I, I know people like that movie. Yeah. I personally don't like it. there's just mm-hmm. things that don't fit well, me, but yeah. um, there's a lot of things in there. It's like, hey, look, it's different.
2: Yeah, and why for the sake of difference? Again, consistency. You know, there's, there is, and I like to say it this way, it's like you want to make a statement about iconoclasm, you want to make a statement about going against the grain, about portraying uh, audience expectations for the sake of a um, a new experience, for the sake of, a, of a conflict, because it is the chapter of conflict. You need to think about, there's a clear delineation between um, shock and um, going against expectations for the sake of the story, slash for the sake of the gimmick of people saying oh well look at what they did with that show i love ryan Mm -hmm. i love ryan the creator but it had to come around this is for me again this applies you know we saw kojima write about last last jedi we saw him commentate on this um but for me it's like if you don't have like it's and I I won't I, like I won't like I'm not pretending like it's an incredibly hard balance to strike right. And last year I got some things right, but I just think I and I used the analogy of a dinner plate, Daniela. I want to like rip, open this open you up to this as well. Like this metaphor of <laughs> like if you bring a meal to me out and you want to say oh I wanna I wanted to make something fantastic. I wanted to make something different with different flavors. So probably. Yeah, maybe a pizza exactly you bring this to me go crazy with the go crazy with the with the presentation with the ingredients please go nuts but don't break the fucking plate like don't bring it to me on a broken plate you know for the sake of saying oh, yeah. look I I, I I broke the thing and this is how i'm going to be different like you know and the thing is like he's so talented that in the end, this approach to iconoclasm undermined his talent. It undermined what could have been told with staying respectfully, irrever- like as I call it, reverently irreverent. That could have been done. But anyway, this isn't the last Jedi podcast, everyone. <laughs> I don't have been here every single time. That's um, okay. No, that's okay. I, I appreciate it. I think
3: that's just the best modern example.
2: No, exactly. Yeah, but I it, yeah but please continue Mitchell. it's just yeah. to serve and i think i know why you brought it up it's to serve your idea uh and and to sort of articulate what you're saying about um striking that balance of being cryptic but not in a way that is leaving people in in the complete lurch yeah and that 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 you have just that overriding sense it's like this thing you can sense at a party it's like oh that person is literally just being that way, just to be noticed as being, you know, different. It, it's versus the person in the corner who was just genuinely different, as a matter of course, as who they are, just doing their thing naturally. There's no contrivance to it. There's no cheapness to it. I think is is is. I, I really mm-hmm. respect you saying that, Mitchell.
3: Yeah. So I think that he's he's building his story with questions in it with substance to back it up, you know, interesting plots, interesting characters. Yeah. And not just a bunch of questions around yeah. a plot that's very thinly veiled. Beautiful. Just to carry out gameplay. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing if the gameplay is amazing, you know, mind blowing. But yeah. It's like, I feel it, like he's gonna Yeah he's gonna pose questions to us while giving us these these um these uh, amazing characters and this amazing set pieces yeah. and things like that. So creating uh, like uncharted but uncharted was more than, you know Yeah simply just you know uh, um jones going to find treasure with his brother yeah
2: like hashtag you can do both is my question it's like yes shock you can actually have compelling characters you can be ambiguous you can be obtuse you can be cryptic but then you can also hold people's uh interest you can um provide just enough so that you're not again giving that impression of just having asking too many questions and and just going in too many directions where it's again i just came out of art school it's like so many people are ready to just like throw up on a canvas and then say and then just back back up take a few steps back and be like that's art uh whatever that's like all of my fuck ups all of my possible ineptitude in knowing how to put together a statement of a film is all justified because it was all intentional because it's all art Again, I, I think that's fucking bullshit i call bullshit on that because um art is most effective when it it it, uh, reflects and um adds to and parallels life in many ways and also in in also how it contrasts life but again what is life life is structure you need some semblance even even chaos needs structure you know (laughs) like to communicate the idea of chaos you can't just throw up right? You need to articulate it even in a in a, in a super crazy-go-nuts kind of um, automatic writing, surrealistic kind of way. But if it, it all depends on where it comes from. If it comes from incompetence, people are smart. They will tell. They will be able to tell that, oh, you didn't pull this off in a way where you owned the message, where you owned the execution. You pulled this off because you tried to string it together and say that that was special and say that that was symbolic and that it touched on all these themes. There's, there was no there's no meditativeness and there's not even again you don't need to meditate on it you need to you don't need to kind of have that as like some big intentional thing if it comes from the right place you don't even need to go as crazily like um ontological and go all up in sort of the heady realms of things like you can even be super fucking abstract Um, And if the place where you made it from was earnest and true, instead of just sort of throwing your hands up, flopping your scarf over your shoulder and saying, I'm an artist, then that's the difference, you know? So, but yeah. Sorry, Mitchell, you you touched on something very close to me, so I apologize. (laughs) Uh, That's crazy. Daniela, what do you think of fake art, bullshit artists?
6: As you said, people are smart. They understand the difference. Um, I totally agree with you. And I mean, The Last Jedi, in my opinion, is one of those examples. Yeah, very clear one. Yeah.
2: Fuck yeah! Mm. So different ways to articulate, um, um, different kind of rifts on that on on that on that subject sure. of like, yeah, no, I appreciate this, guys. We have now, um, um we oh well, yeah, Mitchell, please do, and then I, we'll, we'll wrap things thing? up. Yep, we yep, have go things
3: up. Go go. So along with the, the hand head Titan. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, it reminds me of. Prometheus. Oh,
2: Not the damn. movie, but the
3: Greek, but the Greek character. No, the movie. He, he, no, I'm also, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry,
2: my bad. Because there's there's so many. Because you know that damn sorry. like squid starfish thing. I was like, oh my god, good yeah, connection. No, no. But again, uh, multifaceted connections. Yeah, that, please that continue. Too, that too, that yeah, 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 yeah. Another the mythical Prometheus. The hand
3: so mythical yeah. Prometheus, the Greek one. Yeah. Basically, he he stole fire from Zeus. He gave it to the uh. He gave it to uh, the humans, and as punishment, he was tied to a boulder, and I believe a a hawk would come down every day, pick out his liver, and eat it off of him. That would go on forever. I was wondering if the hand titans kind of like that. you know? He gifted humanity something, and then they they, they cut off his hands, put it where his head was, and then they use him as a tool now to get prey as a humiliation.
2: Oh the, fuck! The fuck! Fuck! Okay, right. that's really great, you... Daniela. Go. I need to get your immediate take on this. Like the old oh. idea that it's like a weird biblical, like beheaded, had your hands detached. Like that's almost like a crime scene. Go, Daniela. I need to. Sorry to interrupt, Mitchell. Go, 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 go. Uh,
6: I don't know. Um, it might be. Could be. And uh, this creature, uh, feeding on humans. Might be, uh, might be uh, doing what the only thing he can do now, mm. uh, which is well, he's been banished from his realm of uh, uh, creatures, strange creatures, and uh, now he's uh, taking his revenge on humans. Yeah, something like that.
2: Something like that. Awesome, but Mitchell, <laughs> didn't mean to interrupt. Please continue.
6: And it
3: could also be uh, similar to the movie Prometheus, where humanity or Bridges tries to meet their creator or try to manipulate time, try, try to play God. Oh, yeah. And and then this is their punishment, you know?
2: That's definitely, if they, not they, Bridges. They're
3: punishing them.
2: Yeah,
4: fuck. To... Agreed. Okay.
2: Yeah. I mean I mean it 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 has such connotations of punishment, doesn't it? Like uh you know, like again, we've we see in different cultures like beheading is a punishment. Um the removal of hands is a punishment for like stealing in some countries, oh. you know? So um to have these visuals that communicate this idea of us of of the human race being punished, I think that's very congruent, um uh Mitchell. Yeah. Well
3: I, I was just looking at Bible verses about cutting off hands, but they're a lot to do with uh, masturbation. So, hiyo. Like, know,
4: there
3: goes that. There goes that theory. There you go. There you go. Hey. Oh, wait. 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 Maybe that theory about the uh, <laughs> the, the the Titan being an egg and and uh, Hi-oh.
2: being the it's all about sex. It's a, and then now Death Stranding is a porno again. Oh, there you go. Well, I Yeah.
3: You guys feel like there's going to be an alien style approach to it with an HR Geiger approach to the 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 the, the floaty boys
2: daniela what know, do you Major. think dude could we be looking at any yeah. giga inspiration with the uh the unseen or anything like that um, like in that maybe, in the sense
3: of maybe. Like, like sexual looking uh like genitalia looking uh artwork because that's what inspired alien is what it does is they they bring this something that should be arousing and they mix it with something horrific and terrifying
4: yeah
3: and it creates a sense of uneasiness and that's why um the alien uh had its inner mouth uh and the uh the face hugger, you
2: know.
4: Yeah
3: of vagina, but uh, but here's another thing
2: here's another thing mitchell it's it's the idea that like as giga did he he transposed different parts of the body onto onto themselves to create yeah these like nightmarish visions so obviously like the penis essentially is what basically like the head of the 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 alien is it's like very distinctive phallic kind of shape but then you have like the hand-hit titan where it's like just the hands have been chopped off uh, and then put straight on the head to again kind of like just create this super nightmarish um, thing. Uh, sideshow Toys, we will be seeing a uh, hand head Titan from them, I believe, uh, in 2020. What do you guys think? I think so. Yeah. I think we're going to be seeing all the things from Death Stranding for sure. But um, no, those are all really super intriguing thoughts, um, both of yourselves there, with um, the implications of, uh, you know, again, symbolically what the hand had Titan and the Gestalt feeder could represent. I find all of the angles you guys have raised super intriguing and dumb. Can't wait to, again, we're going to dive into the feeder a little bit because he's in the beginning of the first kind of chunk of that next minute, but the the next episode on the seventh and penultimate episode of threading the strands. So we'll see you on the other side, listeners. And we're back to the main episode. Guys, I think this has been one of my favorites for sure. We have gone in so many different directions. It was such a good catch up of all of the past week and a half's kind of content. And I know for both of you, you could go for an extra three hours. I know, in my heart already.
6: <laughs> Record podcast I... two now.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. Um... Yeah.
6: I gotta say something I will have to be absent for like 5 or 10 minutes if you guys want to continue Oh no we're done, we're, we're, done.
2: we're done buddy okay. we're, I'm okay. just going to do the, the, the rundown and then we're done um, okay. Fantastic cool. Awesome so um, I figured I'd let all of you know uh, That Death Stranding Podcast is part of The Interactive Artistry Podcast Network um, If you'd like to Help us in the rankings please jump onto the iTunes store and um, send through a review Five stars is obviously preferable because it really does help us with the rankings there, but anything that reflects what you actually thought of the show would be awesome. Twitter.com forward slash Death Strand Pod. Instagram.com forward slash Death Stranding Podcast. Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Interactive Artistry. And youtube.com forward slash Interactive Artistry. Follow all of our outlets for Kojima and Kojima affiliated content and updates. Do you guys have anything to share with the listeners before uh, we crack on with the rest of our week?
6: I have to share my love for
2: audience. Yay! I love the audience. They're lovely. Yes, please. As we saw with Strand Corey um, uh, today, and all of the commenters that we read from, please do. We we love fantastic. Yeah,
6: yeah. He loves my joke. And yeah
2: <laughs> it's just inherently <laughs> just for that but just everyone who we who we read from and like your art and everything please keep it up it, it's like you enliven our lives and our days with this uh, you know with this medium and also with this title you know kojima uh as we sort of uh, move towards the um the big three as i call them you know gdc um uh, and we have um, packs, and then also E3, obviously. But uh, yeah, so good. I, I agree with you completely, Daniela. Um, Mitchell, anything for our listeners before we um, sign off? Uh,
3: thanks for listening. See you guys next week. And also, I remember what I was going to say earlier, but go, go, go. The to the term I was looking for uh, is pretentious. Ah, of course. The, the film, yes, the films are pretentious trying to be smarter than they actually are
2: trying to be smarter than and then there's that also another word for me is dilettante how they like delve into things but it's like they sorry they they lightly touch on things that they have no real knowledge of wanting or, or even willingness of wanting to fully express which yeah unfortunately some um some some art gets put out there that uh, sadly has those qualities which just again all we all we're going to see guys is which art endures and again why make art if not to have it endure and have it be this kind of you know that's the kind of art that i think embodies what art is, is worthwhile is something that both shocks your system into a new uh new sphere of understanding but also that carries that same effect um ever rejuvenatingly um into the future like that it's this evergreen thing that can always cause that level of just shock to the system but also So something that can connect with like everyday life as well which is kojima to a t so um thank you both gentlemen for joining me for this awesome show i really appreciate you both being on the show i really mean that
6: thank you for having us
2: for show. take it easy everyone in the audience and remember the game has already begun Hats. again love it You're appreciate fantastic. it dudes i'm off to go eat some food and drink some water you guys have a fantastic rest of your week wait wait wait, wait, wait
4: before no you i
2: wait for mom. no man you cannot make me wait i i break through from your bonds of expectation what the fuck do you want i love you man have you tried Doki Doki yet? shut the fuck up with your doki-doki shit go daniele <laughs> I love you, Mitchell. I I didn't say anything. You didn't want to tell me anything? What?
6: (laughs) Well, uh, you are a fantastic human being. uh, No, you are.
2: You are. Whatever. (laughs) No, fuck yeah. No, Mitchell, you are too. No, seriously, you guys are fucking like brothers from other mothers for sure. Um, 2019 crashing in Trieste, if you're still living there. We're going to find you. You you think you can move anywhere on the planet where we won't find you? We we can find you. (laughs) We will crash at whatever house you're living in, and you'll be like, I don't know "Who you are?" <laughs> but I will find you. <laughs> yeah. <to>
6: hang out. <laughs> Friends from different countries.
2: Indeed, indeed. Fantastic. All of us are. Indeedy duties. Well, guys, I um, will catch up with you pretty soon in the Skype and stuff. But um, thanks so much for an awesome podcast. I'll catch you. I'll uh, catch you guys later.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. Take it
4: easy. Bye. 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 bye, bye, bye.